can you hear me? How do I sound? Turkish. Cabbage. <laughs> and I know Corin is definitely recording this. Look at this big bottle of whiskey that I've got. That's awesome, man. If you hold it really close to the screen, it looks massive. Whoa, 50 mils. <laughs> she knows, he knows how to make it look massive. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's all a perspective thing, yeah. Keep pushing yeah. it up against the camera. I do it all yeah. the time. Yeah, fuck yeah. And welcome to another episode of Knife Making Down Under Pubcast. Yes, we're still in coronavirus lockdowns. Yes, we're still recording at night when we have nothing better to do than to drink a few drinks and talk a whole lot of shit. And it's fantastic. We love it. We love it. How are you guys going today? Oh, look, I can't complain, mate. It's uh, it's all a challenge out there in the world of business at the moment. So business-wise, it's pretty shit. But outside of business, well, it's still pretty shit. I'm stuck at home. But I have got some concreting done. I've borrowed a cement mixer, and I'm just concreting every fucking thing. You know when you come to my shed and everything's just like building rubble and gravel and, and grass and pipes sticking out of the ground at odd angles and shit. I'm just tidying it all up. Yeah, nice. I've had temporary fencing for gates for three years and I've just put like actual gates in. I think it's going to be pretty amazing at the end of this coronavirus lockdown. It would have been funny to have had a real estate agent come out around December and value the house, not knowing that coronavirus was going to go on and then get them out here following coronavirus because all the fucking pathways are clean and tidy and done. Like I said, the garden's been done. The walls have been painted. The fucking garage has been reorganized. It's just fucking amazing how much work has been done. That shit that I've got away with, right? We moved into my house basically 20 years ago and I managed to get away with a whole lot of stuff. Go- yeah, don't have time to do that, darling. Don't have- when I get time, I'll do that. And that whole fucking list of shit that I put off for 15 fucking years, it's done. Doesn't it feel good? Except, like, there's nothing else to live for now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's done. It's like, fuck, oh, well. What are we going to do now? And, Let's go to bed. And all he had to do was there had to be a massive pandemic for you to be able to do all of that shit that's been piling up for <laughs> 20 fucking years, Cal. <laughs> I know, I know. So what do we got on the menu today, guys? What are we drinking? Oh, I'm going with the red vino. I have some fancy, I, I can't see what the fuck. They, they put like a little hipster kind of fucking thing on it. It's 2018 something Cabernet Shiraz Malbec. There you go. Wow. Cabernet Shiraz Malbec. Malbec is my favorite grape variety, especially if you get... Malbec from Argentina, Malbec is on its own, especially from South America, is great. Uh, since we came to Australia, Malbec is not very known grape variety here, but if you ever get the, for example, whenever I go to Blade Show, I always try to go for Argentinian Malbecs. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a bottle of, well, I drank all the whiskey. I've drank all the Crown Royale. I drank her Canadian Club because she likes the Canadian whiskeys. And now I'm drinking Beyond Broke Road. Canadian or Cana- mm-hmm. Where's that club from, Corn? Canadian. Canadian or Canadia? Can- Where's that from? Well, yeah, it's from Canadia, obviously. Because <laughs> Canadians are from- <laughs> That's like, we had this conversation and people corrected me on Facebook. But it's not America, American, right? It's America, American. So if it's Canada, it should be Canadan. 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 <laughs> But it's not. They're Canadian, so it's Canadia. Like, move on. 
anyway, I'm right. Yeah, I don't need you guys to agree. <laughs> so what are you? Yeah, so anyway, what are I'm you drinking? drinking red wine now. I got. I had a box of it sitting there for for a couple of years. So I've um, I've decided I'm going to knock it off. So it's Beyond Broke Road, which is kind of fitting in my current situation. And uh, Heathcote Shiraz 2017 from Tyrrell's Wines. And I had a bottle of it last night, and I think I'm starting to develop a taste for rotten grape juice. It was, wasn't too bad. No, that's actually a good wine. Is it? Tyrrell Wines, yeah, Tyrrell Wines are very close to us. And uh, Chris Tyrrell, uh, he's, the, I think, the second or third generation winemaker. And, yeah, he's – I met him a few times. Yeah, they make good wines. Beautiful. Yeah, it's not – it's not very um, good. I don't drink wine as a general rule, but anyway, it works. What do you have, Kev? Do you have Milo? I've got a uh... <laughs> <laughs> nice cup of hot cocoa. <laughs> I drink Nesquik, mate. I don't drink Milo. Oh, fancy! Fucking forage. I eat Milo. <laughs> well, I've I've just got the last of the red. Forage? Are you talking to me? You fucking the talking to me? Last of the red. I'll fucking talk to you in a minute, fucker. <laughs> I got the last of the red wine that we had in the house. I don't know. Shiraz is all I know it is. And I've filled up one of those stemless glasses to near the top. I don't have nice. any shortage of whiskey, unfortunately, like like Corin, who's got through his supplies. I have a massive amount. And I was actually given another bottle of whiskey just the other day. I had a, had a mate come around and we socially fucking distanced. Fuck, I hate that term, socially distancing. We, anyway, we, we're in my workshop. And he was working on some rehandling stuff that he'd done on a knife set. And he gave me a bottle of tealing as a thank you. And it was like really unexpected. So I've got another bottle of whiskey sitting there to drink. But my other one, which I have, is a 50 ml bottle of Green Spot single pot still Irish whiskey that was in a little sample set of Irish whiskeys that my brother in law brought me back from Ireland. Nice. I thought I'd just bring that one in case I run out. Because I have to fucking say and i don't think anyone would have guessed it after the last podcast oh my fucking god i was fucking hung over <laughs> because because you know what i did when we finally hung up at fucking like half past midnight it was fucking late i saw that fucking henning wilkins H- henning was online so i fucking poured myself another big glass of red wine and drunk called Henning. And then I got to bed at like 2.30 in the fucking morning. Nice. Hey, speak, speaking of Henning, he was just live and he said, if we give yeah. him a call, he'll jump in. Should we give it a go? Oh, that'll be awesome. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get him on. Let's see if it works. Surprise guest. Surprise. It's surprising. Surprise guest. As well. <laughs> <laughs> it might not work. What are you bastards doing? <laughs> it might not work. If you're like, fuck Kev, fuck, fuck you rang me three hours earlier than last time because... I was so fucking drunk. And the funny thing is, I also sent Ivan a message, a thank you message, because he gave me my hat and other stuff. And then I didn't remember that I'd done that, so I sent him another thank ah, you today. Yeah, ah, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> look at the bastard. <laughs> what are you drinking, mate? Bowling ball. He's drinking coffee at this time of night. Fuck you, Kim. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Henning, good I'm to see you, buddy. I'm actually having a bit of tea. So. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Oh, how how quaint! A cup of tea. A cup of tea. A cup of tea. Hold on, let me just put this music on. It's hard enough to hear what you fucking are just saying in English. Apparently, Henning, English. what time? What time is it there, buddy? None of your fucking business, Mert. 
<laughs> All right, fuck you, Henning. <laughs> right, and, and, that, and that was our special guest, Henning. See you later, mate. We'll fucking get on with the show now. <laughs> How you been, Henning? What are you working on? Tell them what you're working on. I'm working on that uh, integral little dagger that I've got going. Uh, pretty much done with That shit is like fucking in inches, man. What little? <laughs> it's a small knife for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a miniature. People can get onto um, knife breaking down under, and they can watch progress pics of the build. He's been putting them up, and it's uh, oh, it's not bad. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the guy that's been working on the same barrel knife for like six months. It's not six oh. months. It's like four, <laughs> but we're working on it. Is that why you started a, a knife supply company, Corinne, so that you have enough material to, to screw up? I have heaps of material to screw up. That's that's always been the goal. He's using the same grinding belt from like 2017. <laughs> <laughs> 2017. It's older than that. I got it with the Radius Master. Yeah. <laughs> so Henning, 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 you just our listeners can't see what you're up to. And you just unwrapped what looked like a uh, walrus ivory butt cap or something and stuck it into the butt end of your small dagger. <laughs> it looked like it had a pretty tight fit. Is there a secret to you getting such a tight fit in your butt plugs? <laughs> yeah, you would know. You know how to fit those butt plugs all the time. Haven't you? <laughs> I've had you sit on my lap before. <laughs> I didn't even feel you there. I don't know what that was all yeah, about. I, I think I have the pictures somewhere. Yeah, no, well, I've, got a, I've got an even. I've even got Eddie, a smaller Eddie, dagger. Can you describe, dagger. Okay, Eddie, guys, one at a time. Come on. Can you describe <laughs> the knife? Just, just ignore these. I just lost all three in one. Can guy. you describe the knife that you're holding? Heading. Can you describe the knife that you're showing us? It's an integral dagger that I've been working on for a while. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to look at three of you fuckers at the same time. It's like looking at a bag of assholes, not just one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me try and do this again. Fuck you, Kev. Right. <laughs> it is an integral dagger forged up out of a bunch of Damascus. <laughs> now I've lost you on the internet again. We can hear you. Well, we could. We can hear you. Go outside and try this for the team. We don't, we don't, we don't have to see you. Kevin, we'll be to our benefit. I think I've heard Kevin's feelings. He's fucked off. Oh, there we go. He's no, back. I'm here. I'm going to come and sit here in my spot. Now everything should be fine. Okay, so let's try this again so that Tony can edit it the way he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. How do I unsee that? <laughs> you can't unsee that. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> Sorry, while I was standing on the chair, I dropped the recorder. Uh, oh, this oh, is... Mic drop. Sorry, I was mooning here. Anyway, it's all good. Let's go. So... Oh, fuck. Why do we waste his audio? He's fucking with us, isn't he? He's got to be. He's got to be fucking with us. Talking, <laughs> talking about the knife, Henning. Ah, oh, no audio, Henning. Turn your camera off, man. He's got to go out and stand on the back of a zebra which is stalking an ostrich that's being followed by a hyena before he can get internet. I think he's got a couple of wildebeests on one of those, like, um, mouse wheels generating the power to run it. We love you, Henning, but it's not working. We love you, Henning, but it's not working. Well, anyway, guys, check out Henning's work on Knife Making Down Under podcast. He does awesome shit. Uh, you can follow him live sometimes and well worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Henning, we'll die. We might dial in later, mate. 
we're, we're going to get rid of you and we'll call you later when you've got your internet sorted. Can't hear you. Can't see you. See you, bruv. There's his dog. No, that's a wildebeest. There's that's a, dog a wildebeest. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all we can see is heading giving us the bird and uh, he's mouthing off You mean off the some, ostrich? Yeah, the ostrich. He's <laughs> mouthing off some profanity to us. I think he said, Mert, I love you. But Kev, I want your babies. Now he's stroking his beard. Look, this is riveting. This really is. <laughs> it's not good for radio. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. Oh. Anyway, it's all good. We'll, we'll call you back. We'll do it another time, Henning. Yeah, don't cry, buddy. I'm sorry, man. Stop crying, Henning. Fuck, don't cry, man. Stop it, Henning. Oh, fuck. Stop. Like Hen- Henning. Henning. Oh, stop it. Hang on. Is he humping an ostrich? What's happening? I think he's humping an ostrich. Henning, stop humping the ostrich. Get off that. That's gross. Oh, my God. No wonder you said you're working on a small dagger. That thing is massive. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He's got us on mute. I could translate for you. Take it off mute. <laughs> Have you got us on mute, Henning? What's he saying? He's saying that jerky is better than biltong. And that the wallabies are better than the ring box. And he said something about barrel knives kicking the ass all over the place of daggers as well. Barrel, yeah, barrel knives are much better than daggers. Yeah. I heard him say it. Mosaic Damascus, oh. Mo, Mosaic Damascus is junk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it on a different platform sometime. Do it on a Zoom meeting or something. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of him. See you, Henning. See you, Henning. I don't know how. We love you, you bastard. Hang up, Henning. See you, mate. Hang up, you bastard. So, God. Where are we at? We were just doing something else and we rang Henning. So that's just like we do, really. He's still floating around. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like cuts, really. we've opened the door for him now. That's it. He's like a he's, <laughs> he's like a blowy that just won't go away. I've sprayed him with fly spray, but he still won't die. <laughs> he's like he's like a herpes. Always comes back. Yeah, yeah herpes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like piles. He's pretty painful. Uh, have you got a henning knife shirt yet kev yeah i've got a henning knife shirt i haven't got a henning knife shirt me neither nah you you gotta be a special person to get a henning knife shirt he's saying something now he's just been a cabbage he's just he's gone very angry looking oh yeah he's gone very angry looking because he knows he's pointing at me that he's not going to... He knows he owes me a shirt. Well, you've, he's wearing a, a Artisan Supplies T-shirt at the moment. He's he's very up... Pretty much. So if anyone can't follow this, we tried to call Henning from South Africa off the cuff on the spur of the moment, and we've caught him online, but all we can do is see his face, and um, he, he's drinking a cup of tea, like the man he is. <laughs> and um, you don't have to be feeling... Oh, my God! Oh, he's stuck his finger in it. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, what are we talking about? Henning. So, uh, yeah, need a, need a Henning shirt. So you'll have to look after me, mate. We'll sort that out. Would have been a blade show, but we weren't there. Not going to be a blade show. Which has been postponed. We can't hear you, mate. It's a waste of time, Henning. Go back to work. We, we cannot hear you. No heary. No, how do you say it now? Do you say good, hey, no goodbye? Hearing, this is the worst. This is the worst interview ever. <laughs> we love you long time, Ken. <laughs> Let's do this again. It's been fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Good. Oh, well. All right. Where were we? So, you know, you know, back in the early days of our podcast, we we used to advise the listeners that we're like the most unprofessional bunch of fuckwits uh, doing a podcast. Uh, I think we need to revisit that, folks. If you're listening, you're not going to get professional content. <laughs> that was that was the worst surprise interview ever. I think ever. We had the opportunity to talk. To Eddie. I don't think it could have gone worse. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, he's fucking no. back. Oh, he's Eddie, back. Eddie, he's back. Eddie <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back. I'm here. Can you hear me now? We can. Yes. Okay, oh, oh yeah, man. Got you now. You're no, I'm just fucker. sitting here with my dick out. So I've got good perception now. I've got an antenna. <laughs> 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 and Mert saying, oh, no, I don't believe that. Believe it, Mert. It's true. It's That's antenna right. only if it sticks out. It doesn't count as antenna if it goes into your bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's working, isn't it? It's working. It is. It is. Yeah. So, anyway, Henning, how's things in South Africa, mate? How's the lockdown for you? Oh, it's all right for me. It's the same as being at work every day. Only thing is now... I call my wife to make my coffee. I don't have to go and make my own. So uh, she makes your coffee. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, my wife makes me coffee, buddy. Um, you got to try loving yours every now and then, man. Eh? Not just <laughs> hiding shit from her. Always. <laughs> 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 there you go. Relationship goals. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Everybody. What mate? We got plenty of love. Don't you worry about that. Okay, all right. I'm not worried. It's just the other day on your other podcast you were going on about how much she hates you. Maybe I should give it to you. No, she didn't. No, that was just a little lover's tiff. You, you Surely you have a, a, a stoush with your missus every so often? Yeah, but then we just sort it out again over a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we did. We just made a couple of barricades over doorways in the process. It was kind of funny. Like it was funny. You know about all I sent a picture to the guys. Like every time you would. What's that? I said, so you guys made up over hallway sex. You know what hallway sex Oh, absolutely. The old joke is there's three kinds of sex in a relationship. The first is anywhere sex. That's when you first get together. You have sex anywhere. The second is bedroom sex. That's when you just have sex in the bedroom. That's the second phase. And the third is hallway sex. And that's when you walk past each other in the hallway and say, get fucked. <laughs> Look at that. Even Mert's laughing at that. Can you believe it? Mert's thinking... Anywhere sex is going to stop one day? <laughs> I think thinking, these guys are still having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like, anywhere sex? What do you think, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's being murdered is customers. <laughs> oh, so, Kev, uh, I see you, you being very, very productive during this lockdown period. Not doing what is, much. What have anyway. you been watching? Yeah, I was going to say, I've been doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's your being productive, isn't it? Nah, see, we were talking just before we contacted you that yeah. what we were looking to do, and we should have had our house valued by a real estate agent before lockdown. Yeah. And then another valuation after lockdown because all of the pathways are nice. The front garden's looking great because I've planted 20 trees recently. All the, the walls are painted. 
everything's looking <laughs> fantastic, mate. It's like the house is brand new. And, and uh, you know, we built a shed. I built a, um, a secondary workshop in my garage. It's just amazing how productive you get. And I was saying to the fellas, I've stalled doing this stuff for 15 years, mate. I put, put excuses for 15 years about why I couldn't get this stuff done. Now I've got nothing. <laughs> I can't say I've got no time to do it. I can't say I've got no time. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky. Our president said you can't buy any hardware stuff, so we're just sitting around. I've got a shipment of animal pieces uh, stuck in a fucking port in South Africa that I can't get to Australia at the moment. They won't let us ship it. No, you're not going to get it out now. There's nothing going on at the moment. Shit. Really, yeah. we, we're not even allowed to buy a bottle of booze. So, I mean, you no can't... way. No yeah, way. Watch, watch, watch me, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm drinking tea and coffee? <laughs> yeah, Bro, as, as soon as they announced this lockdown, they were like, no, 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 liquor stores are essential. Because if, if they shut the liquor stores in Australia, the fucking domestic crimes and everything will be fucking all going going crazy, man. Like they gotta. That's what keeps society together. Can you imagine twenty four million people going through detox at the same time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, going through detox. But I'm, I'm okay. I, I made sure I've got enough. I've got enough. So I'm, every night I'll have something to drink. But I can understand that the that the the domestic violence would go up in Australia because half you bastards would lose your personalities in like the first day. <laughs> yeah, day day three in the lockdown, I was like, "You are fucking kidding me! This is what the world's like sober." No fucking way! I'm off to the shop again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not even allowed to buy it. the eggs. Might you're not you're, no cigarettes? My father-in-law's kettle went bust. He wasn't allowed to buy a kettle because it's not an essential product. <sighs> It's crazy, Dania. It's really nuts. So we we have the grocery store, the hardware store, Bunnings. Bunnings is our hardware store. So we've got Bunnings, yeah. the grocery store, and, and alcohol. They're the three places open. Yeah, that's pretty much. We've got a – you can buy food. Yeah. That's about it. Um, if they catch you driving anywhere where you're not supposed to go, you get like a 200 – it's about a $200 Australian fine for that. Fucking hell! Catch driving where you're not supposed to go. But but you but can't I'm, say. But you can't say I lost my zebra. I was chasing my zebra. Can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, you like the guy that I used to hunt with? I used to work as a professional, not a professional. I worked with the guy. We um we used to get these guys in from Germany and all over the show, and you you pick them up at the airport. And you're walking this guy to your, to your car to get him in. And he's like, no, wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, what am I waiting for? Now I want to get my camera out. I want to take pictures of the lions and the zebras on the way. It's like, dude, we've also got to drive quite far to get to that. Man. So there's no fucking... I really don't understand Australia. I don't understand why everybody wants to go there. It doesn't make sense to me. So. God, that's fucked, mate, but... Yeah, we're trying to keep you fuckers away from the place. The queen had to capture a bunch of us. It's like, oh, you stole a the bread. There you go. Off yeah. to Australia. <laughs> Fuck it. That's it. Hey, whereabouts in South Africa are you? Whereabouts are you? Um, I'm about 90 k's from Johannesburg, uh, traveling 
Oh, yeah, not far. Yeah, no, I'm not not that far. But, I mean, I'm, it, the thing is with, with our country is everything's pretty close to – It's. I mean, it's not a big country. If you the, if you drive from here to Cape Town, which is about the furthest, it's about 1,200 kilometers. I mean, that's like going around the block for you. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, pretty much. So nothing's too far apart, but it's a if you it's a it's, if you guys can ever make it out here, you must get in your planes or your boats or whatever and come out and, and come and see this place before it's totally screwed because it's really an awesome place to live. At. It's really yeah, you would love to come. Yeah, 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 really. But you have to get a lot of shots and all that before you can travel, right? For anybody who wants to come to our South Africa, right? You have to get some you have to get some immunization or thing. No, no, it's more in the in the top of Africa where that happens. Um, South Africa is pretty good because I mean we don't have uh, all of most of the diseases and stuff have been taken care of down here. I mean, if you go all the way north in South Africa, you can get the malaria and stuff like that. But most of the other ones have been taken care of. So I don't think I don't think so, Mert. But I, I, I'm speaking under correction. You might have to find that out from your side, but. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, as far as I know, uh, you guys don't need a visa to come and visit. So it's pretty easy. It's plane ticket and you. Uh, yes, Kev. We, we, we spent um, several hours in close proximity to uh, Henning when we were over in the US. Yeah. So if we didn't catch any of those fucking diseases uh, when we were around him, there's no chance we'll fucking get them any other way. So we don't need any shots. I was afraid I was going to get the med cut disease. <laughs> you already got that, Merton. Sorry, he you has. Yeah. <laughs> and sitting oh. there with his dick in his mouth, saying absolutely nothing. He's just, I'm not going to say anything. No, no. no. So, Corin, no. shut up. And give me <laughs> anything I do say will be held against me. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I think. I, uh, yeah. I think Corin's wife walked in with a flag that said. I'm listening to this, and now he's like, uh, silence. <laughs> Tell me about where you live, mate. What's it like there? Have you got it on a property, or you in a like a suburb, or? Yeah, I'm on a on what we call a small holding. It's about a five hectare piece of land, and um, it's surrounded by farm area. So, I mean, where I'm sitting now, I can probably see about three kilometers around me. So it's it's nice and it's open. There's your neighbours don't bother you. You almost never hear from them, so it's really cool. My neighbours don't bother me, Henning. I bother my neighbours a fair bit. Ah, hello. <laughs> hello, Mrs. Henning. Hello. Hello. How are you going? How are you? Hey, so we gotta... we're keeping him from his work. Henning, you're punching above your weight there, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I told you guys about that antenna earlier, didn't I? <laughs> so she's just brought you out another cup of coffee, obviously. Yeah. No, no, she's just standing here because she doesn't have anything no, else. I'm actually telling him to give the other guys a chance to speak because he's only babbling the whole time. But they're asking me questions. God, she's harder than my missus. <laughs> yeah, for once, we want him to talk. Yeah, for once, we want him to talk. He's our special guest. He's certainly special. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, Henning, this is probably the most professional podcast you've ever been on. Yeah, but I love it. It's like I said to Kev the other night when he phoned me. I, I think that's why I dig Australians. Hey, 
I drunk I drunk phoned Henning after our last podcast. I don't even I can't even remember the conversation. I can't even remember the conversation. It was funny though. Apparently my wife said that I spent a, apparently my wife said I spent a lot of time laughing between midnight and one thirty in the morning. <laughs> I think Mert's putting up his hand. He wants to say something. Go for it, Mert. Your jo- your turn. Heading, um, are you planning on going to Blade Show this year? Did you get the notification for the day change of the Blade Show? Uh, yeah, I did, buddy. Um, if um, if we're allowed to travel, then yes, I am. I'm going to go to Blade Show. Um, okay. For me, it doesn't make sense to try and do local shows. Because, yeah. I mean, at the moment, the dollar is what's keeping me going um, mm-hmm. because I, I most of my stuff sells in dollars. So if I can get to to Blade Show, then I'm going to go for sure. So for those, for those who don't know, Blade Show is supposed to be in the first week of June, but now it's been postponed to second weekend of August. I got the email last weekend, and now I'm in limbo. I'm thinking because... First weekend of August for me is my biggest show, Sydney Night Show. And second week is the Blade Show. Now, I'm thinking to myself, like, is the travel restrictions going to be lifted worldwide? Is it yeah. going to be safe? Or or think about this way. Am I going to have enough material, enough stock for two knife shows back to back? Because you guys all know, when you're preparing for a knife show, you're preparing for like a, almost a month straight. And you have to prepare for almost like one and a half months to have enough stock for two shows. So what if you sell everything in the first show and what do you do with the blade? So I'm just thinking, I'm just like thinking what to do and what to do. So it's always good. good to I've spoken to the organizers because with us, um, our biggest show is the South African Knife Makers Guild show. Yeah. And that's the same week as the Guild show. And what I said to them is, I don't know what to do because if I have to cancel Blade because I can't get there, um, and then I've still got my other show as a backup, and they said to us that there will be no penalties lifted on anybody if they uh, cancel on short notice because of this thing. So I think they're going to be very, very lenient about that this year. So I don't think it'll be a problem. I think what you should do is, just prep for both or prep for, for one or the other and, and just do whatever you can. I mean, if you sell out at Sydney, then you've obviously made your bucks. Then coming to Blade Show would just be a bonus. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, the risky, risky thing is like, if I don't sell anything in Sydney and then if I go to, or if I sell, let's say I sold things in Sydney and that money goes towards to my to pay for my Flight, which I already paid for, but then also my expend what I spend in Blade, then I come from Blade, and if I don't sell anything, like whatever I done in Sydney, that's gone. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So, yeah, it's a tough thing. I mean, if you can maybe start pushing for it now, but I mean, it's a problem now getting materials and stuff in. But the reason I go to Blade Show, it's twofold. It's okay. There's a couple of reasons, but you go there because you you can sell your knives in dollars and you you contact the guys that want to buy your knives and because i'm i'm trying to work in the little bit i'm not trying to say sound pompous or anything but i try to work in a, a little bit higher class knife for me it's it's a thing where i have to go and see these guys 
and, yeah. and start making friendships because I need I need customers. At the moment, I've got like eight guys buying my knives um, locally and overseas, and I need more. I need more people to buy my stuff. And then also importing every anything into South Africa is a nightmare because our postal service, it's either going to get lost or stolen or it's going to take five months to get to you. So I go there to, to I mean, last year at Blade, I spent like 50% of the money that I made on materials, just bringing stuff home so that I can I can make what I make. You know, funny thing is, Annie, this thir- like last Thursday, I placed an order. I was getting low on my sharpening stones. I ordered sharpening stones from two vendors. I bought one from Denmark on Thursday. And right after I finished the transaction, I ordered one in, from, from Sydney. Okay. Sydney is two hours away from me. And both stones arrived same day today. One from fucking Denmark and one from Sydney. Like our, our local post office is fucked. It's, they're, they're getting swamped with all the, because now b- people cannot drive to a lot of the places. Everybody's trying to ship things. Everybody's where you'll be buying something small. Now, instead of going and driving, you're buying it over the internet. You, you're getting it shipped. And our, the local post is fucking swamped everywhere in the world, not just not just South Africa. I'm sure, like, at this moment, it's even worse because of the added volume. But now everybody's experiencing the same thing. Yeah, but so so that's heading, is, is actually... Well, Henning, you, you were talking true. about... Just useless. That's it. It's just come down to the point where they've... Nobody trusts them because your stuff... If it's anything valuable, it'll get stolen. So it's got nothing to do with, with the lockdown at the moment. It's just... You can't use them anymore. It's just a fact. Yeah. So um, for us, we use DHL or companies like that, and it makes it very difficult because I, I speak to guys in Germany and I want a piece of mammoth ivory, and they're like, no, but we'll use the postal service. And I said, I can't do that. I, I have to pay like $50 extra so that the guy can just send it out to DHL. But that's why I'm going to Blade because if I go to Blade, I can save in a, I mean, just on one shipment, $50 quickly. So, I mean, yeah. I save a lot for bringing the stuff home myself. Yeah, I had a customer from South Africa, and it was the same thing. He was like, I'll buy it if you can send it via courier and insure it. Yeah. That was that was the only, only thing. I'm like, yeah. I was like, man, I looked it up. It's as like another hundred, two dollars. I'm like, I'm fine. I'll only buy if you can send it that way. And yeah, yeah, that was it. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this country that doesn't work, and there is a lot that sort of works and then that's about it but you've got to find a way to, to keep dealing with the guys that, that that want to to still work i mean dhl if i send a knife with dhl to the states i sent one to brazil um last year about the same time as this as now and that thing took two days and the guy had it it was at his door and i couldn't believe it it was overnight Shit. he had it i mean doing that yeah even using the best couriers It'll take three days to, to get it to the guy, yeah. So because of this lockdown at the moment, yeah, because of this lockdown at the moment, our postal service, Australia Post, is pretty good normally. At the moment, it is absolute shit. I sent out two knives. Actually, I sent out three knives on the same day, just before Easter. One of them, the most expensive one, thankfully, arrived on the public holiday on Easter Monday. Another guy sent me a message last week, in the last week, saying, did you send that knife yet? 
which put me in a bit of a spin. And then I went down to my post office and asked, you know, look, I sent it 12 days ago, 14 days ago. And they're like, yep, don't expect anything to get out anytime soon. So and there was a there was a news article today about the same situation. So you were just so that, that was just me fucking having a, a whinge. What can you get readily and easily, if anything, for knife making in South Africa? Oh, mate, wood. We could get, I could get you the best woods in the world. We've got really, really cool woods and stuff here that, are, that, that we can get. Steel has always been a problem in South Africa. Most of the guys will revert to, I mean, I've, I've got about half a ton of 50 to 100 in scrap steel sitting in my, in my container because what I'll do is I'll buy huge bearings from scrap dealers and have them tested. And if they taste as 50 to 100, then I'll, I'll just keep them. I'll just put them aside. My Damascus supply is basically spring steel that you buy and then um, scrap, scrap saw blades that we get from a sawmill. So we've yeah, right. we, the guys around here are very resourceful. We you the guys see something and it makes sense to keep it for knife making and it gets kept. That's just the way it is. Yeah. We've also got very high um, import duties if you in, import steel because we are a steel manufacturing company or country. So importing steel into the country is virtually it doesn't make sense. I mean, uh, Jason. A mate of mine in the state sent me a piece of W, I think it was W2, about a year ago, and it was a gift. It was marked as a gift, but because it was steel, I had to pay a duty on it, and the duty worked out more than what he paid for it in, in the states. So, what That's can you fine. use for? Like, can you use any local steels? Is there anybody producing like high carbon knife making steels in South Africa? Or yeah, there is no. guys that do. Um, uh, um, we've we've got Bola here, which you guys also have, and they produce good tool steel. So I'll use their K460, which is 01, um, quite a lot of my increments. And then I'll use, um, I don't work in stainless at all, but they've got a couple of good stainlesses that they supply the guys. And then in carbon steels, we've got 5160, but the 5160 around here, uh, the problem with it is the quality control on it isn't as good as it used to be. I forge welded a, a, a multi-bar a couple of years ago with a, a couple of nickel lines in it. And I couldn't get that thing to weld for no... The, the edges that I forged out of 5160 didn't want to weld. And I've done this a couple of times in my life, so I know that I wasn't working too cold or um, I thought that I wasn't maybe working clean enough. And, and then I had the steel tested and it was nearly stainless. The chrome content was off the charts. And then when we, when I, I, I phoned the guys that made the steel, and I was told that that they won't dump a, a 23 ton uh, um, ingot of steel because the chromium w was taken past where it should have been. It's actually going to add to the spring. So they're not too worried about the 10 guys that use it for knife making. So. It's pretty shit. But, but it's out of spec. Yeah, it is, but they don't mind. It's not their problem. It's yeah, like, it is their fucking... It'll, yeah. do what it, it'll do what it was designed for. So that's what their, their whole bill was. So what I use is I use, um, I use imported um, 1085 from a mate of mine that, that I know it comes from a good place. And then uh, 
the scrap 15 in 20 that I get from the sawmill. Yeah. That's basically, that's why I like working in Damascus because I know what I've got. Speaking of the specs, some beginners might not understand it, but for example, let's say you're making a knife and let's say you got a W2. And if the advertised manganese is 0.4 versus 0.10, it still falls between the what the advertised is W2. But if you know yeah. the steel has 0.1 manganese, you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is going to have a really hard time hardening it. Versus like, yeah. if you know the exact content, it's four point, like 0.4. Like, yeah, I can apply my clay per usual and hormone is going to come out nice. And when you talk to like a some random guy, you can say like, man, what the fuck are you making a big deal about? Like one is like 0.1, one of them is like 0.4. But in our use, in knife making, it makes such a big difference. Absolutely. Same thing, yeah, with, absolutely. Same thing with the chromium content and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing is, we, I mean, we've always said that we're sort of sucking the hind tit in South Africa because, I mean, we manufacture all of this stuff. I mean, titanium ore comes from South Africa and it, it gets manufactured all over the world. And when it comes, when we have to buy the stuff, we pay the most that the whole world's paying for it. I mean, it's, it's impossible. It's just, but I mean, we found ways around it and, and the guys just, that's why I'm saying South African knife makers are probably the most resourceful knife makers in the world. And um, the guys really pride themselves in, in really, really good quality knives. I mean, I can put you onto a couple of makers and, and if you look at them, these guys have been making knives for two or three years and their stuff's spectacular. It's just absolutely brilliant. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw on Facebook, we had this 48-hour uh, knife making challenge or dagger making challenge that they just had out there. Yeah, yeah, saw a couple of those, yeah. Yeah, they had to make a dagger in 48 hours. And, and some of the stuff that came out of that, I mean, those knives looked like they took two weeks to make and the guys made them in 48 hours. Yeah. You log on on hour number 30 and the guy sitting making the sheath is already done with the knife. Mate, guys like Niels Vandenberg and Stuart Anthony Smith, I've been mates with them on Facebook since like 10 years or more, you know been friends with them what's the scene like over there how many makers are in south africa what's the biggest show in south africa um Funnily. at the moment it's a show actually organized by niels van der it's the brooklyn knife show now what happened with the brooklyn knife show is a couple of years ago it used to be the the run of the mill knife show where everybody that was anybody that made a knife went and then it started pulling in bigger names and at the moment it's like i think last year was 85 makers 85 knife makers at the show. Um, now, speaking internationally, that's a that's a baby show, but that's pretty much the biggest that it gets here. Then our premium show for the year is, is the Knife Makers Guild show. Yeah. Now, the Knife Makers Guild in South Africa is almost like the ABS. You've got to um, hand in a couple of knives and they have to be approved, and then you'll get your your guild stamp and you you become got to pay your subs every year and you can go to the show and. It, and they've got a thing where they, where any knife maker that's part of the guild, because you've worked at that standard, you know what the standard is. So if you go to a, a flea market and there's a guild member selling knives and the stuff's not up to standard, you can hand them in and say, listen, guys, this guy made this knife. It's not up to standard. You need to talk to him. And you can actually walk up to his table and tell him to take that knife off his table or all of the knives off his table. And if he refuses, they'll chuck him out of the guild. Because it's a thing of quality. It's you have to, you have to work at that quality. <clears throat> We've heard stories the, that the South African Guild is 
pretty much the pinnacle to get into and stay into. Yeah, yeah, in South Africa, pretty much. Yeah, it is. Oh, just um, uh, recognised globally too. Yeah, yeah, it is because we've got that quality. It's quality driven. It's absolutely quality driven. If the guys don't do quality work, then they get chucked out. They they get asked to take their stuff off the table. But uh, we've never had a guy get chucked out. It's just always take it off the table, and the guy takes it off and goes and fixes it and, and sells it then. So Henning. In one one sense, I think the knife maker scene in South Africa looks like almost how Brazil looked maybe like 10 years ago. It might be looked like a yeah you might you, you might not have all the necessary tools and things, but it also teaches you how to be self-sufficient and make shit happen with the tools that you have. When you look at a lot of the Brazilian makers, they have a similar approach. They don't have all the nice like milling machines and all that, but you look at a lot of the masters like Rodrigo, Fedo, and you see what they make with the, the tools that they, they have. It's incredible. I see the same pattern in the South African makers. They might not have all the nicest equipment. They might not have like the milling machines and CNC, but the shit that comes from the South Africa, just like with the Brazilian masters, it's, it's incredible. It also no, it teaches is. you like being resourceful. Like, as you said, like it teaches you how to make the most of it, what you have. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely, mate. But the thing is, because we've got, we've actually, I don't want to say our economy is failing, but it's, it's sort of falling apart. And we've got a lot of weird politics where they're they, they trying to sort of level the playing field because we had the apartheid time. A lot of white guys won't get employed if they lose their job because, and a lot of white guys get fired because they need to employ guys of color into that that. Uh, fold. So a lot of guys that are hobbyists or that were hobbyists became full-time knife makers. And dude, because the because of that, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of tools available in South Africa. So, but yeah, we are very resourceful. There's, and there's a lot of clubs in South Africa. I think in my area alone, there's about three clubs that you can go to. So you, you can almost go to a club every weekend and then there'll be like what you guys do with your symposiums. There'll be a guy doing a demonstration on something, either forging or carving or inlay work or whatever, handle shaping. And you can learn very, very quickly in South Africa because that's another thing that we got rid of is, is the, the culture of not wanting to share. Back when I started, there was a couple of guys, a handful of guys that could share stuff with you. And we've sort of done away with that when you... I call those guys sponges because they'll just suck up and suck up and never give anything back. And those guys have sort of, the guys just isolate. Them. If they don't want to share, then we don't share with them. And that's gotten rid of that mentality, mentality very quickly. And that's why I think we've grown so much in the last couple of years is because the guys really share. They're not afraid to share their work and show everybody what, they want, what, what they're doing. So you're saying there's a, there's a lot of availability of equipment. Give us a quick you know, verbal walkthrough of what you use in your workshop, mate. What's, what's your go-to equipment? Kev, I was very, very, very lucky. My dad's a tool and die maker, and he let us work on any tool that we wanted from a very young age. I think I had archives, which is sort of tanning your eyeballs when I was about six years old from welding. <laughs> so um, I could, I've got, I've got, a, I've got lathes, I've got, two mills, I've got, you name it, it's in there. I mean, the shop is full. 
Um, yeah, cool. But yeah. do you have a die filer? I'm actually I'm actually looking at buying one now. Just found buy one. one. Uh, buy one so yeah. you've got one. Buy one. Yeah. <laughs> It'll help. He's the automated jerk off machine. He he gets happy to see that like little file go up and down like. <laughs> yeah, he puts the lubricant. He's like, oh, puts the rubs the lotion on his skin. He, he feels happy, like, oh, go he sticks his, up. He sticks his dildo on there and just fucking jacks off over it. <laughs> I think that's really- that's, uh, that's Matthew McVicker. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Matt, Matt McVicker works with Jackson. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> oh, we've lost your audio, Henning. Hey, Henning, if you can hear us, can't hear you, mate. We've lost your audio. If you can hear us, send us a picture of your die filer. Send us a picture of what you're getting, mate. I'd love to see it. I'm very interested in die filers, not in a sexual way. Well, yeah, no. No, he is in a sexual way. We've lost you again. We lost you. I can just turn your camera around so it faces your wife for us. <laughs> <laughs> Conven- for those that can't see, conveniently now he's showing a picture of his middle finger pointing up in the air at me. <laughs> That's good. That's a fucking real interesting perspective to see. About is oh here he is. No, yep, no, we can hear you. Yeah, gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Turn turn the video off. We can clearly see your face. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, we'll go back to this thing. Oh jeez. Oh, oh. I don't think that's your belly button. <laughs> it's not. You can go and figure out what it is. Now I've lost you guys. No, no, we just went silent. No, no, we're not talking. That's we're just wondering what you're thinking, dude. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, there's a lot of yeah. tools available. You know? I mean the only thing that's pretty scarce for knife making is is power hammers and presses. So the guys build their own. I mean, my machines, my my press and my power hammer, I built myself. My grinders, I built myself because you want good stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that's being made very cheaply. But or back in the day when I started, now everybody's come up with really good stuff and real good tools. I mean, you can go and have a look at guys like Rouse Engineering. Uh, which they they make probably the best grinder in the world. Uh, they've got like small wheel attachments that my machines run four and a half thousand RPM on the back wheel, and I run a 19 mil wheel from them at full pace, and it it doesn't even heat up. So there's really really good tools here. There's really really good machines that you can buy for knife making and attachments and stuff like that. And you guys, what about really the abrasives? Abrasives has always been a problem, but We've got 3M here now and guys from FAT that have brought in some really, really good, some really, really good abrasive. And uh, that helped out a lot. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, mood. (laughs) 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 What is that, Kim? What is that little. Fucking sex toy. <laughs> Hello Kitty holding up his finger. You know the Chinese lucky cat? This was a gift to me from a friend. It's a limited edition piece of art and it's one of those lucky cats and it's got an angry face and it's given in the fucking bird. <laughs> what the, does it say Wuhan on it? Yeah. <laughs> it's got controlled released virus. <laughs> it's fucking turkey bastard. It's not Wuhan, it's Wuhan. Get it right, man. Fuck. Boof. Go on. That's the worst. That's the worst I've ever heard. 
<laughs> Goran, you got to work that out, mate. It's a fuck up with this thing. That's why Goran sits there and says nothing and just shakes his head for two and, and a half is, fucking hours. He cannot fire us. He looks at us like, if you guys were my fucking employees, I'll fire you in a heartbeat. He looks at us like, only if I could fire these fucking cunts. <laughs> just once, I want to have a performance review. I just want to have a performance review where we just put it all on the table. We go through your KPIs. And I can just like give you both an ass reaming and not of the type you like. <laughs> Righto. Okay. Listeners of the podcast, please post your comments up when this podcast airs. And please give us a, uh, a performance review for Mert and myself about how well we're doing compared to. Do we deserve Morris. bonus? Thank you. Do we deserve bonus? We deserve a bonus. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, we do. Fuck yeah. I want a 50% fucking raise on the fucking zero that I'm earning now. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being greedy. I'm not getting performance rated, yeah. I mean, fuck. Um, we, we, rate, we, rate, we rate your performance, man. We rate your performance. So, <laughs> living in South Africa, man, I've heard a lot of stories, right, that it's not safe. Is it safe living in South Africa or what? It's the same as any other country in the world. There's places where I don't go and fuck around. That's it. And there's places where you don't go and screw around. I mean, if you if you go into your wife's bedroom, you're going to get nailed, buddy. It's just going to get screwed up. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, it's like when, when we had from Queensland, one of them decided he was going to go for a walk in Hillbrow, which is probably the worst place in Johannesburg to go and walk around. And he came Who back was and it? was, was luckily... <laughs> I'm not gonna name. No, I'm not gonna say any nah, names. No, don't name, don't name. He came here and he told me, and they told me this, and I said to him, "Well, you know what?" And he was like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." And I said to him, "Yeah, because you got away with it." I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go and walk there. You'd probably get, if they knew who he was and where he was from, they could have easily, easily abducted him, and and he would have never gotten out there. And uh, <laughs> the same anywhere else in the world. I mean, I'm sitting here on a farm, which is pretty unsafe, and you've just got to take care of your own safety. That's all. Yeah. That's why I work like this all day. Oh, shit. My God. But it's, oh, my God. What is that? It, he just pulled a cannon out of his back pocket. I understand. Right. So it is safe. You've got to take care of yourself, but it's really not that bad. I mean, everybody's the, – there's, there's more politics stuff that you guys don't hear of, then you hear of about how unsafe it is. Because everybody that yeah, right. comes here, like, no, you're not allowed to go there, you're not allowed to go there, and everybody thinks, oh, no, it's, it's really unsafe. But it's because it's because of guys like that gent that came from Queensland that goes and screws around where he's not supposed to because he thinks he's clever, and then he gives us a bad name when something bad happens to him. Yeah. It's, it's not the country, it's not the people, but... But Goran, no, really, it's, it's dangerous, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I understand. The same fucking thing goes, mate. And this, again, this is off the fucking record. Um, the same thing goes when I went to the US, mate. And we're at fucking Blade Show. If you go across the Cumberland Moor, you've got that fucking bridge that crosses the the, five, yeah. the 10 lane fucking highway. You're running the fucking gauntlet every time you cross that fucking thing. Exactly. Oh, and I mean, guys, that's where, guys, guys, that, that's a, that's a clean area. In Atlanta, there's a place called as MLK Boulevard. Cops fucking don't go even there. Yeah, I had yeah. a, I had an EMT. I had an EMT <clears> friend. Like when whenever there was a 
call coming from there, they were like, fuck. They were like putting like, oh shit, are we going to fucking live in all that? Like, because you see in Australia, somebody gets stabbed that's on the news. In DeKalb County, in county, they had like 10, 10 shooting every night. They had like yeah, 10 dead bodies every night. 10 fucking dead bodies and fucking heads busted and shit. That, that, was, a, that was the norm. Yeah. We have it easy have, in Australia. We have a lot of South Africans come over here to live. Yeah. And there's quite a few knife makers among them. And yeah. it's different over here, mate. It's, Move over. It's different. Yeah. You, there's nowhere There's nowhere in Australia you wouldn't walk around and not worry about. Yeah. You know what? The thing is, it's not easy just to back up. And it's not, but backing up and going is not the hard part. Because we were apparently these racist fucks in the world, it's not easy to get into the other country. I mean, Bjorn's always on my case about coming over to Australia. He'll help me get set up and everything. But, I mean, I'm 42 years old. I don't apply for, for immigration papers. They laugh at me. They're like, no, I'm sorry. You're too old. We don't want you. No. And you, you, you can still get – if you have the skills, if you have the required skill set that's been in the list, you can always come in. It, it's not – yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing is – Younger, the, better, but – and the rest of the world, you've got to you've got to have the paperwork. Now, I'm a qualified gunsman. So, where in Australia am I going to find work as a qualified gunsman? They're, they're going to be like, no, sorry, mate, we don't even have guns here in that country. And then New the Zealand, other like, I can make knives, but then they're going to be like, how are you going to support yourself yeah. as a knife maker? So, I am trying to get into the states. I'm good friends with Steve Schwarzer, and he's trying to help me. But then again, to get into the states. I might have to go yeah. over without my wife and kids for for two years and show that I can I can do more. Yeah. So like that. How old are your kids, Henny? My kids are um, eleven and nine. So same as mine. Yeah. yeah. So they they young. I wish I could get out of here for them, so that they've just got an easier future. But I mean, we've yeah. learned to 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 live here. We learned to. It's like. My brother and I were speaking about it in the week. There's nothing that we can't do, but we just don't have the paperwork. We, we can't. I mean, I can't go to the Australian embassy and tell them, there's nothing that I can't do. I can make anything with my hands. And they'll be like, oh, that's nice, but where's the paperwork? Um, unfortunately, that, that is the way it is. Mm. And they, they're making it difficult for us to leave as well because we're the part of the economy that's paying the taxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. My my wife is qualified as a kindergarten teacher, and we've we've been fighting with the Department of of Education for about I don't know five months just to get a, a certificate because a lot of people are doing it. They they going and learning for teachers and stuff like that, and then trying to get out of the country to try and get out of the country, and they just refuse to give you the paper. That's that's fucked. Yeah, but anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. Man. It's like you say. I mean. I'm yeah, the best tough gig, man. Tough gig. So, yeah, but let's get back to knife making. I don't want to bore you. And here we are on a pause but, on the internet. So, who's going to come over first to come and visit? Who's coming to South Africa? Yeah. Um, I, I vote Kev. I think he's gone. So, Mert reckons Kev. So, we've got a seconder. Kev and I will come over to South Africa. When can I expect you? We're not scared. Must I go and stand at the gate and wait for you guys? You're going to start paddling. Yeah, well, we'll get a canoe. I got one out the front there. Okay. Let's see if we can get Kev back. Won't be a minute. We lost him. He's probably gone out back to have a piss. No, that's usually my <laughs> he trick. He doesn't go that far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like the first time I met an Australian, he was like, yeah, where are you from? Out back. I was like, fuck, did your mom have you in the toilet? Out back. What What do you mean, out back? <laughs> 
from the outback. <laughs> Don't know how you had to work, eh? It's like you guys are the, are the vagina of the world, and New Zealand is the arsehole down under. Those, those are fighting words, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from there. I got to say, New Zealand, pretty nice. So. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. Oh, fucking, yeah, shit internet. This time of night, every fucking time it works like this. You know what it is? He lives in a city where all the politicians are. They're all watching porn. <laughs> no, you know what it is? What? All the fuckers like my son are on fucking PS4 playing fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> How old's your kid, Kev? 17 and a half. Fuck, mate. You started early, eh? But no, no, I was late. I'm an old fucker. How old are you? 50. 47. Uh, 40. Uh, fucking hell. What are we now? 47. <laughs> <laughs> Check which year it was. <laughs> are you old or are you dumb? Which one are you? <clears throat> Both. Set off. I'm a geriatric. <laughs> My son will be 27 this year. Fuck. In a sec. You can look so old, man. 27? Yeah. 27 this year. My oldest. My next one's 19. And then I got 11 and 10. You didn't stop, eh? Just keep going. Like, they just make another one. Sucker for punishment. Put another shrimp in the bar, you so, Yeah, it's easy enough, mate. <laughs> it's like, you only get like one every five years, so you just keep going. Fuck. It's a good time. I'm getting laid, so let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> Happy days. Hey, nice oh, you fuckers. This is, my, this is my son. Hey, guys. How you going? Fuck. G'day, mate. How are you? This is Dill. Dylan. Yeah, good. Dylan. Dylan, how are you, buddy? fucker in the middle. Yeah. The, hey, Dylan. See the fucker in the middle. You can't see him, man. You can't see that's, him. Come. That's, that's Henning. Him, mate. See, that fuck, see that fucker there? That's Henning from South Africa. <laughs> that's that's enough reasons never to go to South Africa. <laughs> I was just, I was just telling the guys I'm blaming you for my slow internet. What do you say? Full of duty. Oh. We lost Henning. He walked into the shop. We've lost it. We've lost Henning. Was he watching porn? No, he's. Do you have to get him off the he porn? He was watching he porn. He's back. Dylan, yeah, he's mind. back. Had to get him off the porn. Right, hold on. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, go. What? <laughs> He's gone. Have another drink. Cheers, boys. This is a drinking game. Every time Henning goes silent, we drink. Fuck, because we don't even I'll just quit. Every time Henning looks ugly, we take a shot. <laughs> oh shit. I'm gonna die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> lovable. Dude, there's my baby, and there's the other one. Look at those two. Three of them, Kevin. What sort of dog? What sort of dogs are they? They are Amstaffs. American Staffies. Obviously, they're fucking blind because they're licking you. They can't see, obviously. It's almost like giving <laughs> Kevin a kiss. It's the same thing. It just smells better. <laughs> Doesn't smell like dogs. Heading. Yeah. What do you? What are you? What are your plans for 2020 or whatever is left from it, uh, buddy? Whatever I can. I mean, I just got to keep my head down and work. I'm just trying to sort of keep everything going while I'm while things are bad. And then um, what I was wanting to do is to do Blade Show and then maybe do Blade Show West. And then there was a show in in Paris that I wanted to go and do. It's that fixed Paris show. 
I think you've yeah. been there, Corin. I went there last year. And then um, I definitely want to see if I can't come out next year to you guys and come and do a show there and maybe do a symposium or two, if you guys will have me. Yeah, we're keen. And then we would, we would love to have you, Ben. We would love to have you. Yeah, no good will come of it, but that's good. What would be today, in, in terms of a serious question, serious question relating to that, what class, what class would you like to run if you came out here? Because we always get the people that come out for a symposium. You've got to do a class afterwards. What class would you put up for the punters? Mate, what I've found is that there's a lot of guys that come out and do, I mean, you guys have had the Keol symposium that I've, I've seen and you've had... Um, Daggers, we've had Mosaic Damascus, we've had ABS bladesmithing. Yeah, the thing is with that is, but I found a lot of uh, the biggest problem in knife making all over the world, and this is from asking me questions, is just stuff like grinding. There's guys that don't even know how to properly grind a blade. So I was thinking maybe doing a nice grinding course for you guys and maybe do a Damascus course. Um, it doesn't need to be a, a one-day or a two-day thing. We could do like a full week's worth of, of classes and courses and stuff. But whatever I can fit in is well, what I we, can. That's what we'd expect. I think the more I can do, yeah. the better for you. Do an integral. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we could do an integral course. It's The integrals, the thing with the integrals is it's difficult because it, it depends on where you want to take the integrals. Are you going to just do an integral hunter or are you going to go full on machining an integral like this one I've just done. The thing is with it is there's not a lot of guys that can do anything with the info. It doesn't help I come there and I give them all this info and they go home and they go, oh, I wish I had a milling machine and a lathe and a hydraulic press to, nah. to try and do this. Most of the people that come out to do a course will be vetted for prior experience and you'll, you'll have a qualified group of people um, to teach. Well, dude, then what I'll do is I'll do whatever you guys want. If you want to do a, an integral course, I'll do an integral course. I don't mind. We can do a bit of uh, Damascus what? course. Yeah, just just be careful when you say, like, be careful when you say, like, you I'll do whatever you guys want to do. Like, we might launch you like a squeal like a yeah. big course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how, how well, how well do you please hold up the gravel rash? <laughs> Fuck off, Kevin. It's not happening, mate. <laughs> well, you know, we got a pretty wide listenership here, mate. So maybe if you uh, if you're looking for something to come out here as a permanent thing, like Bjorn's put his hand out. Mert's been through the process. Mert moved out here when he was um how old were you when you came to Australia, Mert? I've been in Australia for ten years. So you've been here like since you were about 60 then? When I was 60. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, boy. I got to Australia when I was 28. 28? Thank you. Asshole. So you're only 38. Yeah. You're a fucking baby. Fuck, you look the oldest of the bunch of Yeah, I know. You've, no shit. You've been hit with the fucking age stick something hard. <laughs> Jeez, Mate, Virgin hospitality. Virgin hospitality, that's what it does to you. But Corin, you must remember, he um he climbed up the ugly ugly tree and fell out and hit all the branches all the way down. So he, he have you checked the him. fucking mirror? Have you checked yourself <laughs> in the fucking mirror, mate? <laughs> Is there any other podcast anywhere in the world where you get a guest on and fucking abuse the fuck out of him? I've never heard it. 
so there's probably a reason for that. But anyone that's stuck through this far, good on you. Oh, mate, I've got really thick skin. That's a... No, you're just a bastard, mate. We noticed. Look, if you want to be friended, <laughs> I always say the best friend of the guy that don't start crying will you. Will that's you a drink. That's a drink. Bitch. Can't hear you. It's a drink. Sorry, we got a drink. You can't hear you. So Close. I've got a, a standard set of friends. All right, I'll phone you back again. If, if, if Henning ever comes to Australia, I think the day he comes, we should, we should alert the border patrol saying that this guy's trying to do illegal immigrancy. <laughs> we should, we should call the. Did you hear the story? We should call the border patrol. He's back. He's back. Did you ever hear the story of me? Shh. Oh, yeah. Shh. He's back. Hi, Henning. Don't, don't say it. Yeah, he's back. Hi, Henning. Hi, Henning. Henning, did you ever hear the story of me getting the border guards to search Kev coming into South Australia? No. In Australia, right, it, you know, nobody carries guns. You don't get searched. There's none of that. But if you carry fruit across a state border, right, yeah. you can go to jail, right? That's a major fucking crime. You don't carry an apple across a state border. That's a big crime. So they have a search post where they search your... They search your car for fruit. And so Kev Kev rocks up. Uh, oh, well, I'm driving first. You were with Chad, weren't you? And I was with Ryan, I think. I was. And I've driven yep. driven into the border post, and this guy pulls up, mate. He's got two teeth in his face and this cloud of flies buzzing around his head. And he's wearing a uniform. It looks like he's been the same uniform for about six weeks. It's got his dinner all down one side and fucking. <laughs> anyway, I pulled up. And he's got wiry hair going everywhere and a big beard. And I've gone, hey, mate, how are you? And he's in the middle of nowhere, right? This is in the middle of fucking absolutely nowhere. You could probably put South Africa in there and... Oh, fucking nowhere. Just nowhere. And I said to him, <laughs> g'day, mate. He said, you, you got any fruit? And I said, no, I don't, as a matter of fact. But you look like the sort of guy that's up for a laugh. And he said, I am. I said, good. Give the guys in the car behind me a shakedown. And I drove off. And then Kev, Kev pulls in. <laughs> That's excellent. That's brilliant. I wish you guys could see him in He's not gonna. He's not gonna go there. Look at him. Look at him. He's still angry. I fucking tell you. Like, fuck you, Corin. <laughs> yeah, fuck. No shit though. Like I said, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I wind my window down. Straight away, this fucking guy. I've driven off. He's he's Goran's gone. He's fucked off. And I'm sitting there with Chad, mate, mate, now a good mate that I've not been. I only known him from the fucking time we left one of the the, the place we stayed the night before. And we're fucking old mate fucking smiles at me, and I'm like, yeah, hello, how how are you, sir? And he's like, points at this sign, and he goes, can you read that sign? And I've gone, yeah, I can read the sign. And he shakes his head and goes, can you read that sign out aloud? <laughs> anyway, the sign, I looked across and I'm like, oh, you know, fines apply for taking fruit across the border. You may end up in jail, blah, blah, blah. And I'm reading this fucking sign out to him and I'm like looking at him and I'm looking at me mate next to me and I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And this bloke goes, he goes, oh, do you have any fruit in your car and i'm like i don't have any fruit in my car and i look at me mate and I go, you didn't bring any fruit did you mate and he goes no 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 fruit no fruit and i go no fruit mate it's uh, it's all good and he goes 
can you step out of the vehicle, sir? I need to check your car. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we get out. Like Corin said, the guy's got fucking three teeth. Not missing three teeth. He has three teeth. <laughs> and flies. Honestly, he wasn't even lying. He had like 50,000 fucking flies flying around his head. And we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. And we get out of the car. We get out of the fucking car. And this dude's like, open, open the boot of your car. And I'm fucking all right. I open the boot of my car and I'm like, I'm looking at me, mate, like, you better not have any fucking fruit in here or I'm going to smash you. Anyway, the dude rummages through a few things, has a look through a few things. And my mate and I are constantly just looking at you. We're worried now. We're seriously fucking worried, though, because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're like, we're going to get buried in a shallow grave. We're dead. We're fucked. Over fucking fruit. Anyway, old mate's like, okay, no fruit in the back. Goes, yeah, he goes, all right, sir, you can, you can get back in your vehicle. And we're like, fucking, what's going on here? And we go, mate, I ask him, I go, mate, what's going on? And he goes, we've been advised by a member of the public that you're transporting fruit across the border. <laughs> and my mate and I go, what the fuck? And we go, what member of the public has fucking told you we're transporting fruit across the border? And he goes, the bloke that was in the car in front of you. And then he starts fucking pissing himself, fucking laughing. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, that fucking cabbage. Fuck you, cabbage. <laughs> we're fucking like, fuck you. And then the guy's like, have a good day, mate. See you later. We're like, fuck you. We fucking just accelerate out of there, try and track down Corrin, who's been driving for 10 kilometers, pissing himself, laughing. They caught up to me four hours later in a bar in Adelaide. And I'm sitting there having a quiet drink, you know, just minding my own business. Next minute I'm getting sworn at and fucking abused. Oh. It was very, very unfriendly, I'm telling you. Fucking funny. Fucking funny. Poor Kev, he couldn't handle it, mate. Yeah. I'm still scarred, mate. I'm still scarred. When you come to Australia, mate, we're going to get you the full cavity search. Fucking funny. So when you, when you do come out to Australia, just remember... <laughs> Just remember, Henning, when you come out to Australia, Corin's going to be looking after you. <laughs> He's gone soft. Yeah, that's what I do, Henning. When you come out, I'll give you the grand tour. I, a, I saw you gave the guys a, some shrimp on the barbie and all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, fuck you, man. We look after people. You come out here, you might not s sell any knives, you mightn't do any good at our shows, but fuck, we'll give you a good time. For sure. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to try and make... Make a plan to get out there next year. We'll, um, we'll get some dates and get something organized. When, when the borders, when we're sure about this fucking international travel bullshit, and we can get people over, and we can work shit out, we'll fucking keep you in the fucking loop, mate. We'll keep you in mind. We'll lock it in. That sounds good. Sounds good. But you guys wouldn't be afraid to come out here either. Yeah. You want to come and visit me? Yeah. Nah. I'll take your hunting and. Well, I am a little bit afraid, but but I'm going to do it, Henning. I'll make a promise to you as soon as I get the opportunity uh, and I have some money, I'm coming to South Africa and I'm going to see some fucking wild animals like you and Niels and uh, and Stuart. And yeah, we're going to catch up. It's going to be good. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll organize a whole, we'll organize an axe bri for you. You know what an axe bri is? A what? If only to get a fucking shirt off you, you tight-ass cabbage. 
I'll make sure I get you a shirt. <laughs> and while we're on the subject of shirts, fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> owes me a so, shirt to buy. Who thinks? Who thinks we should? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. You gave him a shirt, and he didn't give you one. I gave you a shirt, and you didn't give me one. Yeah, but you didn't want to. Oh, that's fucked. You were like, I what? I was walking past you, and I said, hey, Karen Hazard. And you were like, hey, Henning, come over here. And then you gave me a shirt. And I was like, thank you very much. Kevin was like, Henning, give me the shirt off your back, and I'll give you one of mine. Karen, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Karen was like, off my back, and you can have mine. So, and Karen, then, um, do you want do you wanna do you wanna I'm break the news about the Karen t-shirts? Was like the Blade Show shirt slot bag. I am. I am. I take to Blade Show a bag with me with just shirts in it, just t shirts to give away. I'll probably have some shirts at Blade Show this year, so if you guys can make it out to Blade Show, then I can give you all a shirt. How's that? Not Kev, yeah, because he's a prick. Not you, Kevin. Sorry, you've already got yours. Speaking of shirts, right? We're just about to release a knife-making down-under T-shirt. You want to see it? You want to be the first pe- person to see it? Yeah, show it's me. It's going to be a tag of steel. All right. I'm going to try and do this. Just a minute. We can do it. You can do it. Now, we're actually going to release T-shirt. One of them's got to say you bastard on it. Otherwise, it's not fun. No, I think you should say, fuck you, Kev. <laughs> Or maybe maybe cabbage. Yeah, cabbage. Yeah, cabbage. I think one should say cabbage on it. And then the other one should say you're bastard. And the other one maybe fuck you, Kev. We did have that. We actually had all of those shirts, but we decided against it mainly because these two guys didn't want to be um, brought down or something. I, I had it open, but now I can't open it. I'll find it and start again. They didn't want to be brought down. How low can they go? I mean, they fucking down under in Australia. Oh, fuck if I know. They can only go to New Zealand. That's all. That's only like a little bit further down. That's all. New Zealand's real nice. <laughs> you've you, you got to go there, man. It's a good place. Yeah, I will. I want to go and visit uh, one of New my Zealand's mates. Full of, New Zealand's full of bloody uh, people like Rippy Knives. Rippy Knives. He's a good guy. Yeah, John Worthington. Yeah, I'm shit with names. I might have Good guy. met the Oak and kissed his wife, hello, and I don't know him. So I'm really shit with names. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Tell me, can you see that? I can. Yeah, that looks real good. That looks real good. Yeah, it's a fucking look. It's a good shirt. Except for Who's no knife. On there? It looks like one of Mert's knives. Yeah, it's one of Mert's ones. It was mine, but I didn't think a barrel knife is a good thing to have on a shirt. It's one of Mert's. It's fine. If <laughs> if Mert puts that shirt on, it'll turn into a barrel knife. Don't worry. You just call me fat. You just call me fat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> I think that's what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't call you fat. I just said you'll, you, you'll make the shirt look nice and full. Right. Fill it up. Well, as you've been seeing, I've been putting a shirt up on uh, on Facebook every day for the last um, for the last ten, eight days or nine days. So I'm going to keep putting shirts up. I've got a whole wardrobe full of them over here. Well, by the way, thanks for keeping my shirt all fucking. Yeah, I've got more than you. You didn't even fucking open. You didn't even open the package. Oh, I'm not very good at taking photos, Mert. I'm. I just sort of throw them on the ground, take a photo. I'm not like 
full fancy like. It's not about taking good picture. You had that show. You didn't even bother opening the package, you little cabbage. What do you mean? <laughs> Still being mean to me. He's like a, a little cabbage, Kev. A little cabbage. Isn't that a Brussels sprout? Do you know why his shirt looked like that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the chef. Oster, the merch. A Brussels sprout is a little cabbage. Come on. Help me out here. Correct. But that's the tiniest cabbage. Well, that's right. I'm a Brussels sprout. <laughs> hey, Matt, do you know why? So listen, when I come down to Australia, I want I want some of those crackling hogs feet that He's give him like sprout. Matt, do you know why his shirt looked why? like that? Why? Why? Yes, Kev. Big run out of socks to use. <sighs> the, the the level of this podcast is fucking. Your t-shirt looks like that because Corin ran out of socks. <laughs> We're going to start taking orders for those shirts very soon, so stay tuned on our group, Knife Making Down Under, with over what have we got now? Over a thousand members, cracking along, it's cracking along. I'm down to my last bit of the bottle. I'm going to have to go inside and get another one. Yeah. I'm down to last glass. Yeah. I'm dying. Motherfuckers. I'm dying of thirst. Who? Uh, well, he's got a ration his alcohol. Do you brew your own? Do you have like a still and make your own alcohol? No. No, you wouldn't do that. I understand. I understand. Nobody <laughs> would do that. That would be bad, right? Sorry. No, I do. <laughs> I do, and it's not illegal in South Africa to make your own brew, so it's fine. You can make as much alcohol as you want. It isn't illegal? That's nice. <laughs> no, it's not. Eh? You can make as much booze as you like. There's somebody there. Shoot them. I don't know where she's going. It's his missus. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> oh, don't shoot her. She's just going for a pee out back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nice. I saw the bush. Yeah. I was talking about you, not with you. It's all very agricultural there. Yeah. I like seeing the, the little hut behind you. Is that where you live, that hut? Yeah, this is my hut. The straw hut there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom in, mate. Zoom in so we can check her ass out. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got one, mate. She just got a long back. I can't fucking believe it, Kevin. <laughs> Did you just say that? Dude. This is a serious interview with like one of the world's best knife makers, and you're trying to check out his missus's ass. <laughs> Trust he's got, yeah. he's got he's gonna go full on fucking chuck a zulu on you and put but the spit in your fucking guts out. and my audio went out. He's gonna be like chuck a zulu. <laughs> Mate, your audio going out. Trust the spit in your fucking right? guts no, and open you up. Your audio going out's a distinct improvement. <laughs> Sure. That? I can't hear a word you guys are saying for, for about a half. And then as soon as I say something, which is zoom in so we can check our ass out, everything's fucking clear as day. <laughs> it's the way of the internet. It's terrible at the moment. <laughs> you fuckers, I can't hear a thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, well. So you've been listening to our podcast. Did you hear Mert doing a lullaby the other night? I've tried to, oh. but it's been really tough doing anything like that because the internet that's my internet only sort of got fixed yesterday. Right. So um, I haven't been doing much of that at all. So heading, long story short, mate. Oh, I love it, Belly. Oh yeah, get in there. Oh yeah. Long story short, <laughs> the week before. 
I sang the I sang the Good Night Sweetheart on the podcast, Boy. and I'm thinking I'm off the record, like we're just bullshitting. But yeah. Kevin, Kevin, corner like, man, listen to the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I listened to it. There's nothing. Like, no, no, listen to it after the credits, after it finishes. These motherfuckers recorded me singing "Good Night, Sweetheart" <laughs> after the fucking podcast is over, and there's like a two-minute fucking solid me singing "Good Night, Sweetheart." Well, it's time to go. I'm like fucking dickheads, and me being like so innocent, and I put on the I put on the group, I put on the Facebook group. I'm thinking like. I'm sure people wanna submit questions via video. I said, let me just put a poll. Fucking dumb me. I'm like, what do you guys wanna see more in our podcast? Do you want to see more video question submission? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And like us, us drinking, us doing the podcast sober. I'm like, nobody's gonna go for that. And the last one, I'm like, me singing another fucking bedtime story. Well, all these fucking cabbages. Like I had like 30 fucking votes for the missing another bedtime story and two people voting for record sober and another four fucking people voting for like and submit video questions. So this week I'm going to have to sing a bedtime song. <laughs> but you know what? I think what we should do, Corin, is for, the, for every time this thing is over and you play it out, Finish it with him singing "Goodnight, Sweetheart." I mean, you've got it now, so you might as well use it. it no, no, no. I mean, part of the whole look, thing. look. If it, it said, "I don't," me, yeah, but me heading, singing heading. a bedtime song. There was no specification. There was. I didn't say what language I'm going to sing. I didn't say what kind of song I'm going to sing. I fucking started with studying my lesson. I'm ready to fucking sing another bedtime story. Oh, really? But yeah, that'll, that'll come soon. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. Yeah. Man. It's yeah. gonna be good. I don't even know the lyrics to "Good Night." Well, I studied, motherfucker. I got another song in the pocket, ready to go. But I'm not saying what what language it is. Oh, for fuck's sake! If you're gonna say, so you're gonna sing the French or something like that. Oh, oh. do a bit of French. Look, for record, I I I tried to do one in Russian, didn't go over. I looked at the I looked at the verse. It was like. If you don't listen, he'll come, he'll fucking get you, he'll kill you. I'm like, huh, that's, that's a bit too dark. Let me just turn it down. I, I, got, I found another one, but All different right, language. Okay, well, if it's no good, I'll just cut in good night, sweet. We can't fucking tell the difference anyway, mate, seriously. No, I'll sing that at the end, at the end, once yeah. we're done with the recording. All right. All right, Henning. Yeah, we've, they've got you. Between, between you and Henning. Between you and Henning. Between you and Henning, seriously, we, we don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> fuck you, Kev. Yo, fuck you, Kev. <laughs> so, Henning, if you're going to come out to Australia, who else are you going to bring with you? I think that's a sort of, I think that's a sort of sausage. Yeah, fuck you, Kev. Yeah. Who am I going to bring with me? Yeah, come on, we got to. What? Who's another knife maker? You got to have a think about that. Who's somebody that can come out with you? Must I bring another knife maker? Well, you don't have to, but it would be. Renee, do you want to? You want to go yeah, out to Australia one. with bring me? Bring that one. You want to go out to Australia with me, or must I take someone else? You. And what about the kids? What about them? Bring them. <laughs> we'll bring them all. We'll take them all. Come over and live here. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk to you guys. She's she's got manners. She's, she's like lovely. no. No, I was on the camera. 
Kev, seriously. For, She's beautiful. Kev. Kev. <laughs> Thank you. If this Kevin, if your camera starts shaking, I'm gonna block you the next time I see. Get your hands where we can see them. Look, seriously, Canning and I developed a, a serious bond when we were in the when we were in America. We did. Yeah, I don't know how serious it was, but we we good mates. Yeah, yeah, but we're not gonna go down. The, it's not. <laughs> I have photos. I have photos, Henning. Just remember, I have the photos. I was there. I was taking pictures. <laughs> Just don't you forget that. When you're thinking about who gets a shirt next time, oh, because I no. have a story to tell your lovely partner, and it's going to cost you a shirt to keep me silent. <laughs> I did All not I remember. What are you? I have no idea. You're welcome to tell her the story. Yeah. But all I remember is coming back down to the main bar in the pit and someone comes up to me and they're like, oh, Kev, Kev, go go see Henning. Go see Henning. And I'm like, what do I want to go see Henning for? Oh, Henning's been walking around. Where's Kev? Where's Kev? Oh, I need Kev. <laughs> we were out having steak. You should have come. I, I need strong Australian muscle man, eh? You should have come out with us, Nat. Uh, Where, where's, where's that guy? You're a lying bastard, Kevin. Next time we, next time we're gonna go out. I'll take you out. <laughs> I'll take you out at Blade Show for a steak. We'll take you to a good place, won't we, Kev? Yeah. At Steak eighty eight. I thought it was something else. That sounds good. Sounds good. I think so. No, it was fucking good anyway. I'll take you there. Yeah, sounds no, good. we'll go there. We'll go there. Yeah, it was good. It was good. But we don't have good. to wait for it for three yeah. hours. It's fine. No, 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 no. I can't. I don't think my liver will survive. Oh, no, no. Waiting for food for three hours. We, Henning, we had a private room. Who? You. Us. <laughs> when we went Who's out to dinner with Corin, we had you a private so room. You were so fucking obnoxious that, like, uh, we're going to have to put you in a separate fucking room here. <laughs> I said, um, I'll pick up the food. Bjorn said, I'll pick up the drinks. So he was thinking he got away lightly until somebody ordered fucking $600 worth of scotch or something. Anyway, we got it sorted out in the end. <laughs> we got it sorted out in the end. So you picked up the, you picked up the food and Bjorn sorted out the, the booze and then Kevin was the entertainment. How did that work? No, the entertainment was some American guy that was totally fucking blind with us. That was the entertainment. That fucker couldn't drink. <laughs> no, that, that was not entertainment. That was fucking like, guys, guys, never be like this. It was, it was a fucking wake up call. Well, I've I've never drank so much beer in my whole life, and that one week of play show, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Everybody that was there was like, you want a beer? I'm like, yeah, because I didn't have money for buying anything. So whenever somebody said you want it, I just went, yes. Whatever you were giving, I'll take it. <laughs> I think I had, I had... I wondered why you liked us. So yeah, you think I really liked you. So I was just like, off your booze, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth yeah, comes out. But hey, you know what? We love it. We love it. Yeah, we had a good time, man. Yeah, it was great. I've never... Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, I actually thought you were just this... I just thought you were some dickhead from South Africa until you pulled out one of your knives in the bar down at the pit. <laughs> and I was like, 
Holy fuck, that's the most beautiful <laughs> knife I've ever seen. So did I, Corin. You can actually make knives. So did I. I thought, who's this fucking South African fucking idiot? Yeah, I, I, I went to his table on Sunday. like, oh, I got only one knife left. I'm, I'm thinking like, ah, oh, let me see what it is. And he, this motherfucker pulls out this integral feather Damascus. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you're good. Nah, look, you're good. I'm just a one-trick pony. I just make barrel knives. That's yeah, you gotta. You yeah, gotta start I just make out barrel of knives. Those barrel oh, knives are nice. Same fucking story for the last two years. Well, <laughs> 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 it's like reruns of the fucking Kardashians, honestly. <laughs> 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 it, they're just hurting my feelings. This is just so unprofessional, guys. You shouldn't hurt the <laughs> presenter's feelings. You've been using the same fucking grinding belt hey, for the last it's, three years, Corin. That's <laughs> not fair. It might be true, but you're not allowed to say it. Henning. No. Look, stop. Stop. stop Henning. This is tr- this is a this is fact. This is true. Corin had a disc grinder for two and a half years and didn't know how to use it. I never even plugged it in. <laughs> I never even plugged it in. I, I just couldn't believe the story that he's only got one belt on that machine because at the rate he screws up steel, I think he's, he might have a few belts in that shop. He makes one yeah, year, just one remember. half a year. And they're like, they're like just eight remember. centimeter on a blade, eight centimeter blade. But just remember, Corrin screws up steel and goes, eh, I'm eh. like the steel baron of Australia. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? You want W2? You want 1084, 15 and 20? Man, I'll catch you some shit. I've got some 1095 there, low manganese, beautiful cut. Makes a wicked harm on. 5160, sub nine, mate. What about some CPMs? What do you want? You tell me, you, RWL34... Dharma steel. Just, just, uh, just Dharma steel. Dharma steel, no problem. Yeah, there's Dama a reason steel. we call him. There's a reason we call him the Escobar of Australia. He's like the steel baron. <laughs> Mert, has been calling me Escobar for a while. As long as you don't What? Yeah. There, there's a picture of Escobar when he got arrested. Looks identical to you. Looks identical. He's a bit more chubbier than you, but. I'm sure with the lockdown, you'll be catching up to him soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mert. Oh, thank you, Gordon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one that hasn't got a fuck you tonight is me. I ran out of the little bottle, so I had to go and get some more from the big bottle. <laughs> I don't know how people can have a whiskey collection. I just, I've never figured out how you can have a whiskey collection. It's like I get a bottle of whiskey. I drink it. Oh. I buy another bottle of whiskey. I drink it. I don't understand. I, yeah, look, I honestly, Karen, honestly, I have probably got 25 bottles in my collection and I've probably got about 10 of those bottles that aren't even open yet. I'm coming down, dude. We'll sort that out. Cabbage. Cabbage. <laughs> no, you're fucking not. <laughs> no, you're fucking not. <laughs> I'll get him back. He's not getting out of singing a bedtime story that easy. What happens, right, with my whiskey collection 
is people come to visit me and I don't ask for anything. I say, come and just use my workshop. I don't care. I enjoy the company. And then they go like, oh, I feel like I need to pay you something. What can I pay you? I go, nothing. Don't worry about it. I'm just in it for fun. It's good fun. And then I end up with a bottle of whiskey. But I do the same thing. And you came up, you brought a bottle of whiskey, and then we drank the fucking thing. Then we drank another bottle of my whiskey. And it's like, <laughs> we, I still end up with no whiskey. I, I took up to your place a, a fucking 20-year-old yeah. whiskey, that is. Whiskey. It was lovely. <laughs> let's, be, let's be clear, whiskey. <laughs> but it's because you guys don't, you don't work when you go up to his place because it, He's just going to sit there and drink. So next time when you go down there, Kev, take him a bottle of whiskey and show him how to make a other something else than a barrel knife. We work and we drink, son. That's how we roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now the amount of steel you go through makes a lot of sense. I don't actually go yes. through that much steel. I don't like this. <laughs> my blades are he like, doesn't go through much steel my blades are like this big dude like smaller than your penis well bigger than your <laughs> penis I mean whatever anyway I tried to make that funny it didn't work oh backfire I've had a bottle of wine it's not fair no. but it's because he's um, he starts off making a bowie and then he screws up so bad that he ends up with a screwed up blade for a barrel and then he's got to start all over again with the bowie <laughs> Yeah. Which shirt are you wearing? Is that that we don't make mistakes, we make smaller knives? Is that what you got on? No, it's something about knife art or something. I don't know. Knife maker, somebody, I can't remember. Let me see if I can. All right. That one. I'll get you a different one. Okay, cool. Uh, knife maker, the, the, the earliest tool or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a tool. Yeah. Got it. I'm a proper tool. <laughs> <laughs> so when... um. When you send my shirt, I'll just make sure you send Kev's shirt with it. Listen. Yeah, no, no, I can't help you there, mate. You're on your own. You gave up. We got a quote to send you a shirt. There's yeah. 140 US dollars <laughs> to send you a shirt. Where'd you get DHL or something? DHL. I'll send it in the post. What are they going to do? Steal it. Yeah. I'll write Henning is a bastard on it in Textar and then. They, if they steal it, you'll see them. You'll say, hey, that's my fucking shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. No, they. I don't go where they are, mate. I'm not going to see it. But we'll get the shirt yeah. when I come out there. Yeah. I'm going to go to Kev's house yeah, and right, take one out of his cupboard. Fucking oath, man. Go and pull it out of his cupboard and drink his whiskey. And I'm going to piss in his toilet and leave the oh. freaking. Leave the piss in his toilet? Jeez, you're civilized. Why don't you just piss in the corner of his shed like everyone else? Stop talking dirty. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you guys all go out back. Out back. We'll take you out back, mate. I'll fucking... Well, Kev will take you up the back. <laughs> but I'll take you out and, and show you around. I'll give you the tour. It sounds good. You'll like it. sounds good. I'm yeah, yeah, sure, man. Kyle Royal was real easy. All I had to do was show him Sydney, and he was like, holy fuck, I didn't realize there was this many buildings in the whole world. Like he, because he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere in America, he never seen a city. I took him. Corin, that, that was the that was the cleanest, that was the most innocent presenter we had. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> they, they were so, they, they were so clean cut. Like, oh, that's really pretty. Thank you, I appreciate it. And yeah, and they said thank you and stuff. Us, we look like fucking pirates. <laughs> I love Kyle. Kyle's fantastic. He's an awesome guy, but he's. 
he's a nice guy. He's much. He, I had to actually put on a nice front for a long for like three days. It was pretty hard. We took him to see the ocean, and they're like standing there. Wow, it's so big and blue and wobbly and fucking wow. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Kyle and Joss, honestly, were fucking just such fucking awesome guys. Seriously, fucking awesome, awesome guys. guys. But yes. We all had to tone it down. We all had to watch ourselves a little bit. So Matthew Mewburn. It, it was a difficult thing. Matthew Mewburn, known as the biggest slut in the Australian <laughs> knife-making industry. Matthew Mewburn comes out and takes him to lunch with me. And he starts talking about going out to a girl's place. There's three girls. They're all undressed. And he starts talking. Those two guys, like, on fair income, those guys heard things they didn't know existed and poor matt matt's matt's thinking that he said well i'll take you out on the town we'll introduce you to a few girls and stuff and they're like uh 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 and i'm like dude they're not interested don't worry it's like they're probably interested in girls don't get me wrong but it's not like matt 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 put his dick in anything sorry matt hey matt how are you but it's true we all know it he's a yeah he's, he's the black he's the, one of the only blacksmiths who knows how to use the grinder the best? <laughs> I shared a room with him at Blade Show. He's just on Tinder the whole fucking time. He's like, check this one out. Check this one out. Fuck, I'm going to go and see this chick and whatever anyway. He, he is a dirty bastard. And sideways, he looks like a crack in the wall, doesn't he? Yeah, that's the guy. He's that skinny <laughs> bastard. The yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the dirty oh. crack. Yeah, Matt, Matt the skinny bastard. I don't remember that guy. He's yeah. he's really proper skinny. He stands still for too long. You, le- you think he's left the room. Like, fuck, there's a crack in the wall. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit, it's Matt. He's back. That's Matt. <laughs> but how did yeah. you pick up chicks? I mean, fucking ugly as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of <laughs> like your da- He's kind of like your small daggers, mate. All right, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) This is not going anywhere pretty. I can tell you right now. So no. unplanned, so unprofessional, so fucking good. Yeah, I've heard you on other podcasts, and all you're doing, right? You're talking about you're all polite, you don't swear, you're lovely, and here you are with us. We've brought you down to the lowest level possible. You're with the lowest common denominator. The only people that listen to this this show, are, guys, well, you've you've come to our level. I'm just you. You're here. You just accept it. Well done, Henny. Well done, son. And you're not even drinking. Well, other than tea. No, I'm not. Yeah. No. We feel That's sorry for you. Thing. We we feel sorry for you. You can't buy alcohol. You can't buy cigarettes. Can you get toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we can. We go to the we, we go outside and pull off a leaf and then of course yeah. you can buy fucking toilet paper if you can. Or, yeah. You can't buy toilet paper here. Or flats like flat flat uh, small stone. Kev's been using it Kev's been using a a, a a plastic spoon and a cloth for ages. I tell you. You can't buy toilet paper in Australia. I mean my <laughs> damage just special. Like it's curved, like 
goes right to the butt crack. It's Dallas not like full flat. Good. It's it's on an angle, but like goes like it's tapered. It like just cleans like right this but like ow. <laughs> he had to he had to put a he had to put a convex grind and a sharpened edge on it to keep <laughs> the hair. Bro, they they say they say made to be abused. They mean it. They fucking mean it. So that's that's probably as anything nice related. This podcast podcast's gonna get you night. It's merch on food. <laughs> yeah. I'm using a plastic spoon and Matt's using a special Damasteel scraper. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, look, we're, we're a creative bunch. It was just remind me when I come to, to Australia to not... Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. I said, when I come just to not Australia, listening to you. Me that I don't eat anything that was made with a Damasteel spatula. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's going to be like, heading, heading. Come to my house. I'll cook you dinner with my special Damasteel scraper. He rinsed it off. He give it a rinse. That's <laughs> fucking care how I cook. Come on. Come on, biatch. Biatch. Oh. I don't know how you cook because you never cook for me. Yeah. What was the fucking... All right. Get in the kitchen and make me some pie, bitch. What was the last... Because you didn't the... fucking... I invited you for the last fucking You've 10 times. You never invited me. <laughs> you did not bother to me. You never invited me, you son of a bitch. I've never got an invite, Ooh. Corin. I'm Here's having a hammer in this weekend. Corin. Come up. No, Corin. don't give me that shit. Corin. No, let's take this Corin. outside. Corin, no. fuck you. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. We have a house in Hunter Valley. I should come next next time. Oh, we have a house in Hunter Valley. I we don't have come. a house in the Hunter Valley. My family's up there. I've got family up there. But I don't go up there to see them either, so. Anyway, Kev, do you want me to phone you privately? Then you can chat to all those. Shit. <laughs> I'm almost you. drunk enough to have a conversation with Fuck you, mate. Fuck you, Corin. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I see the singing started again. Oh, fuck. I'm way too tired to listen to this shit. Nice one, Matt. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. So we've we've wasted two hours of our listeners' time. Probably not two hours. By the time we edit this, it'll be probably an hour and a half. Yep. We've wasted two hours of Henning's time. We, we have, actually, because yeah. it's daytime and he's trying to make a living over there. Yeah. Get back so and do some work on that fucking dagger. That's what his missus keeps saying. Get back and do some work on your fucking dagger. What, Kev? Get back and do some work on your fucking dagger, bitch. Like, I'm going to listen to what you say. I'm going to go and have a shit now. <laughs> oh god, nothing. <laughs> well, is it going to be integral? <laughs> he shits Damascus turds. Damascus integrals. <laughs> well, technically, yes, because he's going to have to mill around. <coughs> oh, fuck. I'm nearly fucking dying here. It's not even coronavirus. <laughs> oh, fuck. <coughs>
Yes, oh. it will be integral. Proud of you. Trust buddy. me. This, I wouldn't this expect the first anything time less. I don't, <laughs> and this is the first time that I don't want to know your techniques. Well, that shit is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh. Well, that just did it because I'm I'm pretty sure that that fucking outburst of laughter just woke up my wife, and I'm in the fucking shit now too. But you need a bigger <laughs> shed, Henning. When you come, you can stay in my shed. It's good. It's very good. <laughs> I went to the bank. I borrowed a hell of a lot of money, and I built a shed, and it's fucking great. It's, it's I can wonderful. stay in, in your shed. You can stay. You can fucking stay in my shed, man. It's beautiful. Look, I got paintings on the wall and everything. It's fucking. He's in his. He's. Danny, he's in his shed now. He's in his shed now. Look, it's air conditioned. It's uh, it's insulated. It's so far it's away. That he cannot even. He cannot even hear his missus like screaming at him. It's so nice and comfortable. Whenever we have a fight, heading, I just go out here. There's a vis. There's a whiskey thing on it. There's no whiskey here. I drank that. There's a, there was a whiskey bar there last time I see. <laughs> yeah, there was a whiskey bar, but the pro- that's so yeah, that's problem. No, I don't. My problem is, I don't understand how people can have a whiskey collection or a wine collection or anything else because you buy it, you drink it. It's fucking weird. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you, Kev. You stick to your red wines, you big girl. Fuck you. I'm drinking red today, so I can't really say nothing. Bottle's empty. Make sure the pinky's out, pinky. The pinky. That's the whiskey now, mate. That'll put hair on your sack. So if this is the end, I'm on to the Glen. Glen Garriock. There you go. Glen Garriock. Shut up. Henning's talking. I said this when this is over now, I'll be singing a song off the show. Oh, fuck. It's like Kevin's normally trying to talk when I talk. So <laughs> I heard someone said, no, nah, he's had enough of him. He's getting out of here. No, I got. I'm looking at the lyrics. All right, but oh, is that a, you? He's it's making sure you've got the words right. Sing, it's too early to sing Henning a bedtime story. All right, Henning, you bastard! You got to get together. You got to work out a um, a plan for the symposium, a lesson plan. What you're going to show us that no one's shown us before, mate? You give us that, and um, and we'll put you on the list. I'll get Kevin to strip for you guys. I don't think anybody's seen that. Oh, well, actually. No. Not well, well nobody no, wants to. Nobody no, wants to no, fucking see that. Oh, Let me no, tell you. Fuck. Oh! Oh! Look at you! Not again! That's the very, very first time. Like a <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm really really glad that Kevin's phone isn't a microscope. Otherwise, we would have been fucked now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Henning. Fuck you, Henning. When you wash that thing, you use tweezers and, and pepper. Yeah, last time I got it wrong, I pulled out a pube and pissed out my leg. <laughs> <laughs> so you chuck some pepper on it, and when it sneezes, you catch it with the tweezers, and then you wash it. <laughs> That's it. Got to tie a knot in it to keep it out. <laughs> so Mert, are you gonna sing uh, us your song? Well, I said I'm like, going to I'm going to re, I'm gonna sing a bedtime song, but I did not specify what language I'm going to sing in. So this week I'm going to be singing in the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in German. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who's this going out to, Matt? Is this going out to anyone in particular? No. This is going to the, the chick that was playing the douche dust commercial. Oh, I, I, yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay, everyone, get ready. Right, I'm ready. You, everyone voted for it. Everyone voted for it. Here we go. Yeah. Thanks for voting, fucking cabbages. Funkel, Funkel, kleiner Stern. Ach, wie bist du mir so fern? Wunderschönen, unbekannt, wie ein strahlen Diamant. Funkel, Funkel, kleiner Stern. Ach, wie bist du mir so fern? Funkel, Funkel, kleiner Stern. Ach, was haben wir dich gern? Strahlen schön am Himmelzelt. Erleuchtest hell die ganze Welt. Funkel, Funkel, kleine Stern. Ach, haben wir dich gern? Scheiße! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you cabbages asked for it. You said bedtime stories. You did not specify what language. You did not specify what I want to read. So take it, mother fathers. Mother fathers. <laughs> mother fathers. Mother fathers. Mother fathers. Thank you for that, Mert. Everybody's half asleep. Even my dogs are popping. Yeah, I put dog, I put your dog in the sleep. Now you can you can finger it easily. <laughs> I had these aspirations that this podcast would one day be up there with like the best of the best. Like we would be the podcast that everyone tuned into for like total professionalism nah, learning nah, about the art of knife nah. making and here we are we're fingering Henning's dog <laughs> nice hey hey people oh, are going to tune in for that oh, well, ability had thanks for tuning in for another episode of knife making done other podcasts <laughs> <laughs> okay you bastard I'm going to go and have a shit and then go and have a work get some work done well, alright Post up some photos. Yeah, good on you, Henry. Of your good work. You, mate. Nice to hear your voice and see your face, mate. Yeah, good on you, mate. Cheers. And um, thanks for joining us tonight, mate. It's a pleasure. Thanks for Gabby. listening to our podcast. Give us a review. In all seriousness, good mate. Go and, and listen yeah. to your podcast Shut while up, I'm man. working. I fall asleep. Fuck. <laughs> Especially if he's singing Shunts and Bunsen. Fucking Bunsen. Shunts and Bunsen. And talking to all the motherfuckers out there. Okay, guys. I'm out of here. Good. Keep safe. All right, mate. Good to see you, Henning. Good on you, mate. Stay Thank safe, you. brother. Henning, good to talk to you, brother. Yeah. Cheers, man. Keep well. Stay safe, brother. Will do. Henning, please let people know about your Instagram handle, how people can get a hold of you. Okay, cool. It's um, My Instagram handle is Henning Wilkinson, and um, Facebook's the same. Facebook, Henning Wilkinson. No no Henning Wilkinson knives or anything like that. Thank you. People just... If people just use the search function and put in the shitty poo emoticon, they'll find you. <laughs> no, no, that's you. They're going to find your knife, bro, for sure. Henning, <laughs> Henning, we love your work, buddy. We love your work. Good to have you here, buddy. I love you, man. Yeah. Thanks, man, man.
Thank you, brother. See you, Henning. See you, Henning. Take care, brother. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. We lost him. That's a drink. Well, that was the best unexpected guest we had. Well, tonight, it's so good that we did that because we're always fucking, well, we, Mert, it's your job to organize the guests. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. And you never organize any fucking guests, and I have to do it at the last minute just like that. Fuck, fuck you. you. see how I did that? Fuck you. This is coming up in your performance review. I fucking said. This is coming up in your performance review. Oi, Corin. What? I sent you a message before our podcast saying, Henning Wilkinson's doing a fucking live feed wearing a fucking yeah. artisan supply shirt. That's the only reason why you knew he was a fucking that he was a whale. Yeah. Kev. So I did Mert's job. He, he's not you. A, he's... Just because you had the idea, you didn't execute it. I executed it. He's a standard boss that doesn't listen to fucking his employees and does like, hey, I want to do. You know what, Corin? Fuck you. <laughs> no, just a minute. Cheers, you motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> cheers for the weekend. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, look, all the listeners out there that are still here, look, just please leave a review. Pretend that it's a really professional podcast. Good reviews. Tell everyone how great it is. Good ones. Just suck them into what a balls up fucking mess this is. But anyway, if you like it, you're here, whatever. It's all good. Oi. What? No, fuck, seriously. That was a fucking awesome podcast. Well, That was, was. fucking awesome. Yeah. We got, fucking Henning. Professional we got fucking podcast. Henning. That was very professional. No, nah, fuck that. We got, we, got, we got Henning being a fucking down-to-earth realist cabbage. <laughs> 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 no, nah, he's a fucking good bloke. Uh, and it was serious. When we were in, when we were in the Blade Show... That's another drink for whoever's keeping up with his drinking comp. Apparently someone, I can't remember who it was, wrote up on the group page, every time I mentioned Blade Show, there's another drink, that they were going to have a drink. But it's well, true what Coral was saying earlier. When we when we met Henning at Blade Show, there's another drink, I had no fucking idea who he was. Like most of the people I met in America, I had no idea who they fucking were. He's just some crazy fucking South African dude. And like we were saying, then you see his knives and you're like, oh. Holy uh, fuck. Yeah, yep. fuck. Holy yep. shit. Holy shit. You're good. So, fuck yeah. That was fucking good. And I think to break up the listeners listening to us talk shit for two hours, we, we invited someone else along, which was fucking cool. Good on you, Henning. You're a fucking bastard. Champion. We love you, bro. Champ. All right. All right, boys. So how are you guys going anyway? Yeah, all right. You know what I did this week? I posted it up on Instagram a little bit. Masturbation? What? Oh, no, I don't post it up. That goes on my fucking Patreon page. Oh, that's TikTok. <laughs> that goes that goes to fans-only page. Like, swipe yeah. up to see the fans-only content. You want to see my, yeah. see yeah. my pictures? Just I'm swipe like up. a dollar. <laughs> Mine's like a dollar ninety nine for ten days access. <laughs> no, seriously, it's a peep show. Yeah, fuck the cheapest of the horrorist, I tell you. No, fuck. You know, I fucking, I made some spoons, some wooden spoons. What do you want us to say, dude? Okay, don't get all, don't get overwhelmed with the excitement, you fuckheads. <laughs> Go lick a uh, fucking dog ball. I I have made a few spoons over the years, um, particularly in my bushcraft days. So I will understand. You got yourself a little mora, or do you make yeah. your own knife? 
Yeah, no, nah, oh. just use me fucking grinder and flap discs and shit. I did it the fucking povo fucking cheats way. Because you can. But yeah, it was, yeah, because I could. That was the whole thing. It was like, I just wanted to do something where I had no expectations and no fucking whatever. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. And that's about that. Well, this this week, guys, <laughs> um, last week I decided, since I'm down to like three custom knives, I said, let me just do something because I want to try different different things. And a client of mine from Germany asked if I can make a forge finish integral Damascus. And initially I said, I'm like, look, man, I can't do it. But then I realized my answer had to do more with the, I want to stay in my comfort zone versus like, I could do it, but I really didn't want to do it because it will be something different for me. And then I said, after I sent in a message saying I can't do it, and I, I said, look, man, I'm sorry. I can't do it. It'll be different for me. Just give me a couple of days. And I tried to make a forge finish integral. And just to make things a bit more interesting, I decided to make a raw iron forge finish integral Damascus, integral semi. And I'm thinking to myself, all I have to do is take this blade to as close as the finish with the bolster shape and everything. And the rest will be easy. All I have to do is just grind the blade, attach the handle. So I even cut the shoulders. I made sure the spine was finished and I made sure the bolster was at the final shape. I'm thinking it'll be easy. I water quenched the blade and I recorded a video. I shared it on my stories. And I'm thinking it'll it'll be difficult to make the <laughs> it'll be difficult to make the blade. But once I heat treat it, it'll be easy. Fuck, I was wrong. It was difficult to do it before the heat treatment. It was a lot difficult to even finish it. I've been working on that knife for a solid week. And today, yesterday, I finished the blade. And today, I finished the handle separately. I made sure they finished. They fit together. And it's a hairlon fit. So the, there's, a little, there's a little step between the spacer and there's another step up between the whole handle and just today I made a sire for it. So it was the, it was a lot of fucking work and <clears throat> I will never make another of the, these knives again. I will never make a forge finish integral ever fucking again. Really? That's all. That, why, why? Why not? So fucking work. <laughs> because people, when you look at it, you can see like the blade is not even fully ground. There's the forge finish. Because you cannot touch the forged textures. Like the bolster has been already shaped. The bolster has the forged texture on it. I cannot touch the bolster. The bottom of the bolster is the same thing as well. I cannot touch it. Only place that I, was, I could touch was the, the, the face of the blade. I could grind the blade. I could finish the blade. What's up? What's your problem? Sounds like you don't even like a challenge. We've lost him. <laughs> I'll I'll see if I can get him back. Get him back because I was I was I was enjoying listening to him crying a lot. The fucking internet's shit at the moment. If we had the fucking proper NBN we were promised five years ago, this shit wouldn't be happening. This is bullshit. This is third world. This is maybe not actually. Hey, when uh, when we get Mert back on. Yeah. I've got a little challenge that I want to present to people, okay? I've got a little sound snippet. It's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge to the listeners. And and the segment 
presented me by anonymous person is called Guess the Aussie Knife Maker. All right. So I'm going I'm to play a little sound set. And then, listeners, gear up, get ready for this. We need, need you to pay attention. And if you can tell us who the, uh, who the sound snippet is, you might win a little something. Let's have, let's have a listen, okay? Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Don't worry, this some cunt's just joined up again. Look, the technology failed. Hang on. <laughs> Listeners. Woo. Mert. Hey, welcome back, Mert. Can you guys hear me? Welcome back, Mert. We've got, we've got a little seg- we've got a little segment. It's called Guess the Knife Maker from the Sound Snippet, okay? Let's have a listen. Quiet now. Well, you see, I've got a tiny penis. So in my mind, the fact there's three of them makes them better. Look at the size of them. Did you hear that? No, don't say it. Don't say it. Get the listeners to have a have a guess. One more listen, folks. Listen. Well, you see, I've got a tiny penis. So in my mind, the fact there's three of them makes them better. Look at the size of them. If you think you know who the tiny penis is, you, you post up on the, uh, the comment section after this podcast goes live. Mert, what are you shaking your head for? The level of lack of professionality in our podcast. How are you, like, falling? <laughs> yeah, you're burping in the phone. <laughs> this is the fucking reason I'm shaking my head, you fuck waffle. Fuck waffle. <laughs> Fuck waffle! What the fuck? I can see the fascination in red wine. I'll put it away. Red, red wine. Jesus Christ! It's worse than a fucking. Oh, oh, that's a that's a good bad answer from Canberra. (laughs) Talk about fucking professionalism, you fucks! Keep calm and make a knife. That's all we can say to people. Keep calm. So off. what are your plans for the week, Mert? What are you up to next? Well, I'll be what watching day is the kids. It? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. Thursday. Hashtag throwback Thursday. I don't even fucking know what it is. <laughs> anyway, during the week, I've been watching the kids and I get to have un, unbothered knife-making hours during the, over the weekend. So I'm really looking for the fucking weekend so I can make a knife. I can make... I can work on things because during over the week, I, I'm watching the kids. <clears throat> I'm playing with them bullshit games like, hey, let's make a castle. Oh, let's just, let's just like do this and let's just fucking not lose our shit. Let's not hit each other. Anyway, I'm really looking for the weekend. I can f- put the fucking power hammer in like fucking bang, bang and do fucking nice and shit. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> So, no, fair enough, fair enough. So tell me, have they made the TV grow bigger yet? They've been watering yeah. it. Have they made it grow yet bigger? Get the fucking TV. buy a TV. After a thousand fucking dollars, yeah, you got a new TV. And you know the shittiest thing? You're like, oh, let's just buy a TV and it'll be a smart TV. We can watch Disney, Disney Not bullshit. that fucking thing. smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's smart. Not that fucking smart because Disney... Disney Plus or Disney fucking shit only comes with few the few brands, not with the fucking TV we bought. Yeah, thank you. Fuck you. After a thousand dollars, we don't even get the Disney Plus. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. You've been spraying the fucking TV. Get get used to not having the 
Beauty and the Beast in the fucking TV. That's right. I put a lot of money into the shed, but there is no fucking way I would spend $1,000 on a TV. If I can't get it at Aldi for 250 bucks, it's not going in my house. Corin, this this was I the spent, fucking I spent cheap. fucking nineteen hundred cheapest TVs we could find. Uh, all the fucking cunt was not available, and you had to go in the line. I'm like, no, no, we're not waiting fucking for all the thing to come in two weeks. And there was no guarantee there was going to be fucking smart TV. I'm like, no, 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 fuck, we're buying TV now. I fucking spent just under two grand on a fucking Usa. smart TV. Wuhan, 70, seventy-five Wuhan. inches, seventy-five Wuhan. inches. Wuhan, yeah. some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much was it? If I got a 75-inch fucking smart TV, the kind of a thing's like being in a fucking cinema. You're trying to make up for something, Kev? You're trying to make up for the I size am. of something? I am. I'm trying to make up the size. What am I going to buy a TV for so the kids can play computer games in full fucking widescreen? Fuck yeah, that's what my son... I don't want, want a TV. I've got to my son, who you people you met before... Look, all I do... Pull my laptop closer like this, and it's a fucking AUT. Oh, shit. I sit back. Oh, it's a 42 inch. I sit further back. Oh, and shit. My daughter's been trying to record. <laughs> my daughter has been trying to record YouTube videos. I'm like, honey, please don't. Like, ah, oh, now I know what this, what some YouTube video or content creators feel like. Like, they're little girls. We're trying to constantly create videos. I need to create a video so I can be popular. Well, we made a podcast so we could be popular. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, well that's working for us. <laughs> yes. I've got I've got four more friends. If we ever turn people away. Hashtag for I've got four more friends than normal. Corin, <laughs> 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 take this off. She's like, I need to do videos. I'm like, I see. This is a this is a typical behavioural eight year old girl. So you didn't like your picture on shirt of the day, Mert? What picture? I was a bit sad by that. What? Well, you got shirt of the day, and you you just were sad about it instead of being. Your tansu knife shirt, Corin. It looked like you fucking jerked off on the shirt. And you put it away. I did. I told you he ran out of socks. Man's got to do what a man's got to do, mate. I can't store it forever. I'm not a camel. Take it. Fuck you, Corin. Well, you see, I've got a tiny penis, so in my mind, the fact there's three of them makes them better. Look at the size of them. Just thought I'd throw that in again. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? that? Who is it? That is Alex a good Steele. question. We'd like our... <laughs> we would like our listeners to take a wild stab at who has a tiny... My wife wonders why I sit up for six hours editing this shit. And she's it's more than six hours. This one will take something like seven or eight hours. And she's like, "What the fuck goes on on your podcast that you have to spend so much time editing it?" And I'm like, Matt. "I have to listen to everything." Well, you see, I've got a tiny penis, so in my mind, the fact there's three makes them better. Stuff like that. <laughs> that wasn't me. Nope. All right, guys, are we gonna wrap up? You done? You gonna sing us a song or something? <clears throat> sing us a song, man. I already sang the fucking song, "Drunk Bastards." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do shirt of the day tomorrow. It's gonna be James Oatley. No one can beat that one. That's the best shirt. Have you got that one, Kev? Yeah. Yeah. You, which one you got? The pink one or the green one or the blue one? Uh, I got the pink one. You got the pink. Pink, one? I think. Yeah. I got the green one and the pink one. 
Corin, did you see what he has on his workshop floor? What, James Oatley? I've been in his shop. Yeah, sure. He's got cork tires. What has he got on his floor then? Z- zebra. No, he hasn't got a fucking cork tire. He's got a zebra. He does not. Zebra hides. He posted it on one of his clips online the other day. Oh, okay. Well, three fucking. I haven't seen that. Three fucking. I've been there. Three fucking grand. Zebra grand. Zebra hide. Mate, pull my finger. Oh, thanks, Kev. Well, well, I <laughs> guess that's a wrap, then, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Every time that we have. Every time that we have a pause in our conversation, you've got to use that sound clip. <laughs> that comes through as clear as day. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What's that? One of Henning's swords. Well, I made this for my son. Is he interested in swords? Yep. Fuck, fuck yes. Good. By, by the way, I bought a sword last month and I'm buying another antique sword this month. My wife doesn't know. But it's okay. She doesn't listen to the podcast. She will never she know. She knows now. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. No, she will not know. They don't listen to it. Have you seen my sword? No. Hang on, man. Have you boys seen my sword? Hang on. Your barrel knife? No, no, no. I'll get it. Three-inch barrel knife? I'll get it. Wait, I'll get it. <laughs> Three-inch barrel knife? No. You motherfucker. No. Wait. I'm going to ring your missus in a sec. I'm going to ring your missus in a sec. Can you tell you you got a new sword? All right, go. Thank you. Thank you, Kent. <laughs> Guys, seriously, it's all Claymore. All right, Colin, enough, enough to jerk you off. Is that from the guy from Queensland? Paul. Oh, fuck's sake. Colin, Paul some. It's a Claymore. Is that the, yeah, I know it's Claymore. Yeah. What? Oh, Kev's got a sword too. That's nice. Is... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, motherfuckers. I thought that was chain mail, but he's going to take a piss in the corner of his shop again. <laughs> he's just going to have a jack the, off. The wine bottle with it, but it didn't cut the wine bottle, so it failed. This is a fucking uh, African, authentic African fucking sword. This is a fucking huge claymore of awesomeness. There you go. Infidel hunter. I knew you were fucking ISIS. <laughs> Is that another lullaby? No, that's it. I don't skip. I've got a fucking Japanese sword. Yeah, Chinese. That's Japanese. Fucking Wuhan sword, you fucking cunt. <laughs> It's batshit crazy, literally. <laughs> this is a wood steel shamshir. Sham sheeper. Is it is it genuine? Yeah, sheep shagger. Genuine or is it a? Yep. Or is it a replica? Oh. Put yours up, Karen. Wait. Your sword. There's a ding at the edge. You can't tell, like fucking contact with the sword. There's a fucking ding on the fucking sword. Seventeenth yeah. fucking century, Karen. Where'd you get it from? 16th Internet. century for mine, you fucker. 17, 17. Style of 17th century. 16. Oh, I'm about to buy another one of US, uh, two and a half thousand US. Yeah. Up your way in a, Missing. in up your way, Mert. There's a guy that's got a, a quill and dagger with the wire wrapped handle. 16th century, 15th century quill and dagger, for two and a half grand Australian. Yeah, but I'm not interested in the daggers. Like I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. I'm not interested in European stuff. Fair enough then. Well, I'm sorry I spoke. Why not? Yeah, are you gay? Anti-European, are you? (laughs) 
Yeah, fucking hi, mate. <laughs> Do you know Salahadin? Do you know Salahadin? Salahadin. Oof, yeah, it's like tuna salad. You don't make friends with salad, Mert. That's tuna salad, isn't it? <laughs> now, look, I believe the, the Middle Eastern sort, especially Turkish ones, are so fucking superior. Like, when you look at the 17th century stuff, they are more expensive oh. than the Japanese stuff. Fuck you, Kev. What? Now you're going to tell me a Turkish kebab is better than an Australian kebab. Fuck the kebab. <laughs> At least we made Henning have to take a shit. That's a bit of a claim to fame. Well, but seriously, <laughs> but it was really good impromptu. It was really good impromptu uh, interview. I was expecting a lot less, to be honest. It went a lot better than I, will, I thought it was going to go. I still like Goran Singh. What's that? <laughs> If we had to, we made Henny take his shit, that's our claim. <laughs> and uh, an, inter- an integral turd. <laughs> and this is the sword that I'll be making. Yeah, well, we're, we're watching. We're waiting. No, this is, seriously, uh, last year I met a guy, like, I, I, I was following the guy on Instagram. I didn't realize this guy was living two hours nearby me. He was a, he's a big sword collector in Australia. He goes under the name I post swords. And I hit him up saying, hey man, like I really like the sword that you have. He had some Turkish swords on. He was posting him. He's like, Oh, I got rid of this famous swordsmith. Uh, I said, Allah, do you want me to bring it to you? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, bring it to me. And this guy, out of nowhere, he comes to my shop. He brings a sword from the, one of the most famous makers of 16th century, Esad Allah, from Syria, from Asafan. So he brings this sword. Like, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, you can take the measurements. And I end up like taking the measurements of the sword. And while he's there, I forged just this sword out of 5160. But yeah, this guy brought the fucking museum quality sword because he knew that I like swords. What a fucking luck. Did he give you his sword? Huh? He likes the pork sword. <laughs> he did not give me the fucking sword. He let me. He let me play with it, and he let me make it. Make it. <laughs> fucking cabbage. You fucking corn. Uh, Fuck you, corn. He played with his sword. And it got hard. <laughs> yes, I'm taking a leak. <laughs> You're pissing in your fucking shed. Oh, hang on. I'm outside your cabbage. Look, look, shed outside. Me in outside. Yeah, but you don't even fucking step outside the door. You're just pissing in front of your door. You're literally opening the door and pissing on the ground. I am. I am. I am two and a half fucking meters away. Thank you, bastard. Two and a half meters. Yeah, and your dick six inches too. You know what? He's probably standing in some of Kaya's shit. Get get the rules. I'm gonna get the rules. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> He's getting the ruler. <laughs> oh. What a fucking train wreck. What a oh, no wonder my wife fucking. No wonder professional's going to fucking yell at me tomorrow. Like a virgin. My wife's going to be like, "Are oh, you a fucking? 
That's a lot of idiots again until midnight. Good. The best thing is Kevin was talking behind me. There's no fucking way Corin can record that. Very good. Righto. I'm going to go and fucking uh, hit the hay. Gentlemen, good talking to you guys. All right. I'm doing red wine burps. It's not fun. See ya. So how did I get harmonic to one hundred? Do you guys wanna yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> Drink up, big boy. Let all your secrets out. Tell us. Tell us. Cabbage. 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 All I heard was nail polish. Nail polish. That's all I heard. Nail polish, ferric chloride, 15 minutes. Differential etch.